This is Amon Thomas, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. From Paul Brown Stadium in Maslin, Ohio, welcome everyone, Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, along with you this evening for week three of the high school football season. And uh, it's going to be a fun one tonight as the TY Tigers, may, we made the trip up, Craig, up here to Maslin. I'm going to lean on you in the first couple of minutes. I'm out of my, I'm out of breath still. Yeah. It is quite the hike up here yeah. in the press box, isn't it? Yeah, it's a uh, mile high without being mile high, basically. Uh, the only thing I see around here taller than this press box is the inflatable tiger they're blowing up over there on the other side of the field. <laughs> it is impressive, though. I mean, if you look to the, uh, I believe that's the east parking lot, tons of uh, fans that are tailgating. Beautiful Jumbotron video board here. And then they have the uh, visiting stands, which I believe that's a press box on the visitor side as well. So it's basically a college stadium. Oh, absolutely. It's it's been, always been like this as far as I know. I came up here in the 90s and it was it was just walking in here. There's just a special feel about this place. You know, you're talking about the team. Uh this isn't just the mecca of high school football in Ohio. It's it's one of the meccas in the entire country. Fourth uh winningest program in the entire country. It, that's just amazing stat there. The Maslin Tigers are coming into tonight's contest with wins over Valdosta from the state of Georgia that I believe is number one. Yeah, they're number the one. Nation. Uh, they won. I had that score. Well, you had that score. 27. 28 to 17 okay. from week one. And then last week, the TI Tigers absolutely dismantled Glen Oak from the Akron area. 56 to 7. The T.Y. Tigers, we dropped the first one. The Akron Savers to St. Mary's 35-14. And then last week we defended, we defeated the defending state champion, Canfield, 24-14. We're going to go ahead to go to break. When we come back, we'll have more of the pregame show. You're listening to GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. 
That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Amon Thomas, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to the pregame show brought to you by BP Electric. And speaking of BP Electric, they are also our sponsor for our VSBN radio scoreboard. Here's a look at tonight's matchups for week number three of the high school football season. First, we'll start up in Bellevue, Ohio. The Redmen from the SBC taking on the Shelby Whippets, an old, an old NOL rivalry game. It's going to be a good game, folks. Uh, Bellevue coming in at 2-0. Shelby's coming in at 2-0. The Whippets are... Red hot, the, red hot off their win, if I can talk, against the Lexington Minutemen last week, 50-19. to Coach Mahaney and company, a lot of people wondered if Shelby was starting to hit the downslope a little bit after going 5-5 five and five last year and losing to Ontario uh, to get knocked out of the playoff hunt at the end of last season. Well, the Whippets are back with a vengeance so far through two weeks with blowout wins over Madison and Lexington. Tonight is their first, first official test. Bear with me, folks. I'm trying tonight. As they will take on Bellevue and Edna Sonia. It's going to be a great game up on the lake area. Speaking of lake area, the Vermilion Sailors travel down to Willard to take on the Crimson Flashes this evening. And then you also have Cardington at Bucyrus. Bucyrus, boy, oh, boy, are they struggling. Uh, 0-2, lost 67-6 to Danville last week. And so... The question is, will Bucyrus ever be on the rise and improve things? I don't know. But Crestview will travel to Highland tonight, and that's going to be a great matchup. Highland, one of the teams picked to win the um, MOAC this year, and Crestview, as always, is the favorite to win their league in the Firelands. So two, uh, two great teams and one big matchup tonight down in Highland. Mount Vernon travels to Delaware Hayes. Norwalk is at Toledo Rogers. Another here's a here's our first OCC matchup of the season, week three, an early one for you. Worcester the Generals make the long haul over to New Philadelphia to take on the Quakers at Woody Hayes Stadium. It's going to be a fun matchup. A lot of people would scratch in Worcester, but not so fast, my friend. I really like this new Philly team. The coaching staff has done a wonderful job trying to change the culture. They're still trying to adjust to the OCC. This is only their second season officially in the league. I got the Quakers in this one at home. Worcester, they're still trying to find their identity. Uh, They're just kind of in like a fog right now, it seems, over in general land. St. Paul will travel to Tiffin to take on the Calvert Senecas. Elgin is at North Baltimore. The Madison Rams make the trip over to Ontario to face the 2-0 Warriors. Ontario yet to be tested, though. The Warriors have kind of cruised the first two weeks. Uh, a struggling Lexington team, Lexington team in Week 1, and they really had to struggle to win that game. A field goal at the last second in Week 1, 17-14. Then last week, they just destroyed Centerburg, who is down this year, 35 to nothing. Again, they get a struggling Madison team. So Ontario, one of the weaker non-conference schedules so far in this area. I would think that they probably have the weakest, or easiest, I should say, um, over anyone else. So the Madison Rams come to Ontario tonight. On our sister station, the Lexington Minutemen, they're scraping and clawing to get their first win as they host their uh, rivals, the Clearfort Colts, the Battle of Route 97. That should be a fun one down in Lexburg tonight. And you know what? I think this is the night that Coach Saris and the Minutemen finally get in the win column. Clearfork is not Clearfork the last couple of years. They're, 
they got a new head coach. He's young. Broke call, Aaron Broke call. And uh, I think they're still trying to pick up the pieces and trying to find their identity as well after the Dave Carroll regime ended last year. So I think that Corey Durbin and Nick Lazier are going to have a great game on fearthevillage.com tonight. So if our game ends early, check out fearthevillage.com. It should be a great rivalry game, Clearfork and Lexington. Smithville travels to Lucas. And the poor Crestline Bulldogs, uh, they will welcome in the Lima Perry Com- Commodores. Crestline, will they even score this year is the sad question to ask. I really hope so. This poor franchise. One wonders how much longer they're going to stay in 11-man football and bump down to 8-man. I hope it doesn't happen, but things are kind of icy right now over there in Crestline. I hope things get better, though. Upper Sandusky is at Galleon. The Tigers are red hot. Uh... Galleon's uh, 2-0, big win over uh, Cary last week, week one they defeated. Winford, so watch out for Galleon, they're on the rise. Ashland, their identity still hasn't been found yet with Coach Scott Valentine his first year back after the Sean Cedar era ended. He's back. They have a really talented quarterback, Bernhard, um, who is a sophomore, already has a full ride to Penn State. They make the trip down to the Delaware area to take on Buckeye Valley. Ashland's kind of struggled in their first two weeks. Uh, River Valley week one, they squeaked out a win in overtime. Then last week, just barely beaten Marion Harding. So we're kind of waiting for Ashland to show their cards, if you will, and see where they stand in the OCC title hunt this year as uh, most league play outside of Worcester and New Philly starts up next Friday night. Northmore and Mapleton, that's in the Ashland area. East Knox travels to Colonel Crawford. That should be a fun one. If East Knox is supposed to be a little better this year, so I think that should be a fun matchup over in North Robinson. Plymouth will host Wellington. St. Joseph Central Catholic at South Central. Loudonville makes the trip to Hillsdale. And Winford travels to Western Reserve. And our final matchup for you this evening on our BP Electric scoreboard will be... Uh, West Holmes traveling to Licking Valley to take on the Panthers. We'll try to keep you updated on that score throughout the broadcast tonight, knowing that uh, our TY Tigers will host West Holmes next week in the rematch from two years ago. I know it still burns me. I know it burns you, Tiger Nation. That was a tough loss uh, where we had the game where we were up 10 with like seven minutes to go, and we lost that heartbreaker to the Knights. So can't wait for them to come to Arlen Field next year or next week, and uh, get some uh, retribution. That would be fun. So we're going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll have more of the pregame show brought to you by BP Electric. And stick around. Coach Bradley is coming up on your radio home for Tiger football. GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers. Yes, indeed. Go Tigers tonight. Hi, everyone. Nick Michaels back here in the, at Paul Brown Stadium for week number three. Let's get you right to Coach Bradley because we have a lot to talk about. So here's what Coach B had to say about tonight's matchup against the Maslin T.I. Tigers. 
All right, Coach. Well, first of all, let's talk about last week, a special night, you know. So many people showing up, castle wall, just the electricity in the building, and then you guys defeat the defending state champs. It's got to feel really good. Yeah, it was good, man. More importantly, it was good to see our kids go out and get a win. Um, you know, Canfield's a, um, you know, wonderful program. They're very well coached. Mm-hmm. Um, defending state champs, they got a ton of talent. Um, they got college division one football players uh, throughout that team. Uh, so we knew it was tough. You know, we scheduled a tough schedule. So um, they were, as advertised, um, it was good to see our kids rise to the occasion, man, and match the intensity. And, you know, we talked last week after the game. They played with a little meanness. And I also love, too, how Nate Dismuke stepped up. Duke wasn't able to go. Nate stepped in. And I'll tell you what, I don't know what you think, Coach, but I think he did a wonderful job under the circumstances. He did, man. He was uh, was very proud of him, man. I'm ecstatic of what he was able to do. Um, So, you know, it was a a good blessing to see him go out and lead us to victory. And then, you know, you had so many guys step up. Giante O'Brien made some phenomenal plays in the secondary, saved a touchdown for you guys, batting a ball down. MJ was all over the field. He had a phenomenal game, so many tackles. Just defensively, your intensity was just smothering, I think, towards Canfield. Yeah, it was a total team effort, man. Uh, All of our guys pitched in, man, and we knew we had to do that for our offense. Yeah. Tonight's the big one. It's Maslin. We go up there. It's going to be a tough one. Just kind of talk about how does your team keep the momentum rolling into week three here when you go into this monstrosity of a stadium? Well, we got to be laser focused all week. Um, and, you know, we got to, you know, take care of the little things, continue to work on us, uh, continue to clean up, you know, some of, uh, uh, some of our deficiencies fundamentally. And, um, you know, and just pay attention to all the little details in terms of what they like to do and, um, you know, take the test on Friday. You know, we talked after the game how you put Fat Man on defense and he really helped you guys. I think when you go up against a team with that size, I think he can help match up against their bigs. Yeah, we got some other guys that we are taking a look at to match up with them. Uh, he's one of them. Um, but we got some some pretty good-sized linemen that are strong and been working all, all winter and summer for this moment. So, you know, we see how it go, man. Well, you'll be proud of me. I watched a little film this week, and uh, that quarterback, you got to respect him at all times. Yeah, they got two of them, man. They rotate them both, and they both are really, really, really good. And so what's the message heading into tonight's game for your team? Then? T.Y. Tigers, baby. Go T.Y. Tigers. Thanks, Coach. Good luck tonight. Thank you. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September the 8th, as the OCC opener at Ireland Field features the West Home Knights, the defending champions, against your T.Y. Tigers. Coverage starts at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Paul Brown Stadium. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. We are moments away from tonight's kickoff between the T.I. Tigers hosting our beloved T.Y. Tigers from beautiful Paul Brown Stadium. And joining me now is Mr. Craig Jackson. Craig, I know it's we kind of got a late start here tonight, so real quick, uh, final thoughts before tonight's kickoff. It's This is an amazing atmosphere. 
I think if you're Chokey Bradley, you just got to make sure you guys are focused and laser locked. Oh, absolutely. And it's uh, going to be interesting uh, to see which Tiger team shows up tonight. Is it going to be the one that played the second half versus St. Ma- Vincent St. Mary? Or is it going to be the one that played Canfield? Uh, obviously, the one that played Canfield is the one we want. And that's going to be the one that, uh, you know, that plus some is going to be what it's going to take to be competitive in this game tonight. Well, and when you look at a very talented roster like Maslin has, you know, they have a couple of, well, actually several D1 prospects. We talked about Pringle on defense. He's all over the field. I saw him against Valdosta, and he's just a playmaker at linebacker. He literally can stretch. you know 15 20 yards in a matter of seconds and that's just a true athlete but then you look at their quarterback position last year they were known for running the football with Harrison number four the running back who was a d1 recruit now you have a two a dual threat as Chokey mentioned in that interview Craig Jalen Slaughter number two he can throw the football and then their running quarterback they're going to feature a lot tonight is number 15 the 200 pound senior Dewan (laughs) I knew I was going to mess it up Dewan Owens yeah, it's good. I mean, obviously, whoever, whichever quarterback is in there is going to dictate what uh, kind of defensive plays the Tigers call. But you don't want to get uh, lean on that like a crutch because as soon as you do, they're going to switch it up on you and have the running quarterback throw, and uh, you're going to might be out of position there. They're going to Tigers are going to have to pay attention and be assigned uh, play sound assignment football tonight. Can the Tigers play their best game? possibly in the past decade. It's going to be a tough task, but if there's anyone that is talented enough to do it and study the film and get these kids ready to play, it's Chokey Bradley. As both teams are on the field tonight, the Tigers are in their road whites, orange orange pants. I can't talk this evening. Bear with me, folks. Orange helmets with the Tiger paw on them. Say Mansfield on the uniform. Maslin in their traditional black pants, black jersey, black helmet with with the Maslin logo. As the Maslin will kick off here to the Tigers. They won the coin toss, and, of course, you're always going to receive here at Maslin as the ball bounces into the end zone for a touchback. First and ten for offensive coordinator Matt Albert and quarterback Duke Reese, who is back this week as the offense trots onto the field. The kickoff was by Vincent Keller for Maslin. So the first series here going to set the tone for this game for Mansfield Senior Craig. What do they have to do on this Well, I've been saying it for two weeks, and I'm going to keep saying it the rest of the year. They've got to establish some sort of running game. They're they're averaging just under 59 yards a game, and that is not going to cut it against a team like Maslin. Duke Reese out of the pistol set, and I believe that's going to be number four, Tank Petty, the back, who now moves to his left hip. One receiver spread out on the far side. Trips on the near, you're fine. I can see. Here we go. Here's the handoff. First and ten, hands it off to Petty, who has a short gain and is able to stumble at first. I thought he was only going to get about two, and he was able to extend his body and stretch out to about the 24-yard line. It's a four-yard run for Tank Petty. I like that play. Uh, first play of the game, goes off to the right side, gains four yards, some good balance there. Uh, trips nice on, start to the uh, drive. Yep, Six, second and six, trips on the near side again. Petty's the back. This time Duke's going to throw far side of the field to the lone receiver. It's caught. It's short of the line to gain for the first down by a yard up to the 29 on the reception. Will be number 14 for Mansfield Sr., Nate Dismuke, who was the quarterback last week, and boy, did he step up, Craig. Third and one. Big play here. Shotgun spread from the 29. They need to get to the 30. Reese out of the gun, back on his left hip, trips on the near side, one on the far. Third and one. Here's the snap. Fake handoff. Duke throws it into the ground, incomplete. Tried to hit Jayante O'Brien in that slant route. 
and just couldn't do it. And I tell you what, Craig, I hate to be a skepti- skeptical here, but had he just hand the ball off to four, I think he would have gotten the yard. Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, same thing as the first play. It kind of opened up over there to the right side, and he probably would have had a good four or five yards. So Quinton DeBold on the punt, and boy, did he have a magnificent week of kicking last week, Craig. Oh, absolutely. He uh, uh, Every punt was down inside the 20-yard line, uh, all the PATs and uh, field goals. And here's the punt, and it's high, and it's another beauty. This one's going to sail in a fair catch around the 35-yard line, so first and 10 for this dangerous Maslin offense. Man, I, I don't know. I'd still, I'm still kind of worked up about that third and one. We really needed that first down. I like what we did on first and second down, but you just have to learn and you just have to take your take what you got and we'll see what. Well, the I didn't actually, do. I, I didn't actually dislike the play call because the play was there. It just was a, a poor pass. Well, and the protection wasn't there yeah. either. I mean, you had the tackle just pushing or the defender pushing the tackle right into the quarterback. Here we go, first and ten, and the quarterback will be Slaughter for the Maslin offense. Jalen Slaughter, who is a 160 junior for Coach Nate Moore. Pistol set back and hands it off to the back. He runs up the middle. And a solid gain across the 40-yard line up to about the 42. And on the carry was Peyton Mitchell, the running back. Mitchell's actually listed as the backup on their depth chart. That's the one thing Hurry that – up. Yep, and they are going quick. Second and three upcoming. From the 42, now they look back. They do a lot of that, by the way. I forgot to mention yeah. that on the scouting report. Try to throw the defense offsides. So second and three, here's the snap. Slaughter back to pass. Wide open at midfield, and the ball is caught by number one, Braylon Tolls, the junior. And it will be a first down as he gets into senior high territory at the 49-yard line. Ten-yard gain, first and ten, Maslin from the Mansfield 49-yard line. Yeah, the defender was playing way off on that, and uh, it, was, it was just pitch and catch right there. We can't play prevent against this team. That's for sure. You need to come at these Tigers. Slaughter looks back at the coaching staff on first and 10 from the Mansfield 49-yard line. One receiver on the far side, two on the near. Here's the snap. Hands it off. No, it's a fake. And he's going to run with it towards the far side. Has room to run. 45 to the 40. 35. And he's going to be brought down close to the sideline on the far side of the field around the 32-yard line. Big run for Jalen Slaughter. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that was completely set up by that first run play. That was such a big play, and they got such a push on it. The defenders bit down on the running back, and the quarterback kept it, took it around the end. First and 10 from the Mansfield 32-yard line. Jalen Slaughter runs the offense. Here's the snap. Back to pass under pressure, and he avoids the tacklers. Gets out of the pocket, throws down the field. It's caught at the two. Stumbles into the end zone for a Maslin touchdown as he made mincemeat of Jayante O'Brien. The Tigers had the pressure, but what a play by Jalen Slaughter to get out of the pocket and find his open receiver, number 83, Emmy Lewis Jr., for the touchdown. Yeah, that was was an absolutely beautiful pass. like you said, he got out of got out of the pressure, rolled out and threw it, and it was right to the receiver, right between two defenders. It looked like it was actually pretty decent coverage, but perfectly placed ball, and then the def- uh, receiver just bowled his way into the end zone for six. And again, the defensive back was playing so far off. I wonder what the happened there on that play. The PAT, the kick is up, and it is good. With 9.18 to play in the first quarter, we have our first score of the ball game. Maslin 7, Mansfield 0. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. 
Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Paul Brown Stadium. Nick Michaels and Craig Jackson off the 32-yard touchdown pass from Jalen Slaughter to Lewis Jr. Craig, this is the time now for the TY Tigers to amp it up, be very aggressive. You need to come at Maslin. They absolutely punch, do. Punch they need right back. They need to. Uh, they can't. They uh, can't back down here. They've got to execute on offense. We saw the first. Uh, Two plays of that drive were very good, uh, productive plays, and then that third one they just didn't uh, convert. Uh, they got to convert this time. So, 9-18 to play first quarter. Maslin 7, Mansfield 0. Keller on the kickoff. Two Tigers back deep, and it's a beauty, and it sails once again for the second time in a row. Back to the back of the end zone. It will be a touchback, first and 10. Tiger offense from the 20, as we just said a second ago. The offense trots back onto the field, and we love what they did on first and second down. We mm-hmm. just need more consistent play from the offense. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I, 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 loved, I loved the running call on, the first, uh, on first down. I thought that was – and it was a good uh, – I thought that was a good uh, tempo setter, good momentum setter. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they didn't uh, convert there, but hopefully they can uh, – pick up where they left off and uh, march down the field and get to get some points here. First and 10 from the Mass, or excuse me, from the Mansfield 20-yard line. Duke Reese out of the shotgun, and I believe the running back is five now, Zion Brown. Here's the snap, hands it off. Amar was in motion on the jet sweep, cuts in towards the middle, gets a good gain on first down. He's across the 25, tripped up around the 27-yard line. So um, there, I like how they use Amar Davis there. You got to get your best player involved. Oh in yeah, the absolutely. Get him the football, Craig. Absolutely, uh, I, great call there. And I like the fact that uh, I think uh, Coach Bradley and the coaching staff are going to pepper in a, a bunch of different type of uh, offensive plays here to uh, get some mismatches on the defense. Now Petty on second and short. The running back, here's a snap from Duke, back to pass. Under pressure, throws over the middle, tipped incomplete. It was intended for Lala Owens. Penalty marker is down as there was double coverage, but I think there was some extracurricular activity. Yeah, that defender reached up. Uh, Owens clearly has the height advantage, and the defender reached up and pulled his arm down. It's a pretty obvious call. Owens is actually a name that needs to – we need to call a lot more often. I think yes. we've only said his name like maybe two or three times all year. So. Well, and I think, too, he's still trying to get back into the thick of things. He missed the first game, yeah. Greg, and now he's back. He played last week very quiet. Like you mentioned, we didn't hear much from Lala, and w- the reason why we should hear about him is he's a Division One player. Right. we got Minnesota, Pitt, Bowling Green breathing down his neck. They mm-hmm. all want a piece of Lala Owens. We need to see what he can do and help his team out in his senior season. First and 10 off the penalty. Moves the ball up to the 42-yard line. So the Tigers move the chains, courtesy of that pass interference. Duke Reese is the quarterback. Petty is the running back. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Tank. Tank is going to lose one. He was tripped up right around the 40-yard line. And that time, Maslin's defense just kind of caved in. 
Yeah, they come. They came charging in. Not very good blocking up front, but there was a low snap there that I think threw the timing off a little bit. So that didn't help. I think all around. I mean, all around, that just was kind of an ugly play. Well, you know, a lot of teams I saw in the first two weeks, both teams attacked Maslin from the outside. No one has yet to really attack them from the inside, and that's why I think Chokey Bradley is deciding to do that tonight. The problem is now Nate Moore is making adjustments, trying to clog the lane. So it's second and eleven with eight minutes to play in the first quarter. Seven to nothing, Maslin. Here we go, second 11. Duke back to pass under pressure immediately, flushes the pocket, rolls to the far side, and wisely throws it away incomplete. Yeah, that uh, linebacker came right up the middle, and he just completely leveled Petty. I mean, if he was a lineman, that'd be considered a pancake. He just completely flattened him. Uh, and that's the type of thing we were talking during the week. That's the type of defense that Maslin brings, a lot of pressure, and you just got to uh, keep your eyes open and uh, know your role, basically. <laughs> Third, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Third and 11 for the Tigers. Duke Reese runs out of the pistol, and this time Zion Brown is in as the running back on the left hip of Reese. One receiver on the far side trips on the near. Third and 11. We need a big play here. Here's the snap. Duke's back to pass. Has time. Now he flushes towards the far side of the field, throws downfield, and misses his man, overthrows Amar Davis incomplete. And, again, uh, the Tigers a unable to convert on third down. They'll punt the football. Yeah, unfortunately, the, the, the pass was there. It just, just led Davis just a little too much. It's unfortunate. And, you know, one has to wonder if that injury is still lingering with Duke Reese, as we were told this evening, that he did get injured in the first half of the Akron game, leading to a lot of his – um, issues in the second half of that ball game and why the reason why he did not play last week. So DeBolt will be on the punt again, fourth and 11. Here's the snap and another beautiful kick from DeBolt. And Maslin's going to kick it at the 20. They receive it and a short gain up to the 25. Maybe he got to the 26-yard line, so about a six-yard return on that one. And I think that was number 10 on the return for Maslin. Lieber. Zachary Lieber on the return for the T.I. Tigers. Again, DeBolt with a great punt. This kid is fun to watch. I mean, he made his first ever field goal off of his first attempt last week, and that was a beauty. Split it right down the middle. And it's good to know when you have a, a kicker with a strong leg, we might need him in some of these big OCC games later on in the season. Oh, absolutely. First and 10 for Maslin's offense, their second series, 7-0 to Maslin. 7.34 to play first quarter. Now we have a new quarterback in. It's going to be number 15, Dewan Owens. He's going to run right up the middle, parting of the Red Sea. He could score. 50, 40, 30, 20, 10. Good night. Touchdown, Maslin. 73 yards. Wow, that was just pure speed. Great blocking up front, and it was almost like one of those uh, – Goal line situations, basically, because once he broke the line of scrimmage, nobody was going to touch him. I That was speed, pure well, speed. The second level defense for the Tigers, uh, the linebackers kind of split off, and once, that, mm. once those guards kind of pulled the defenders, it was over. It oh, literally absolutely. was the parting of the Red Sea. Yeah. So just like that, Maslin 13, Mansfield 0, awaiting the extra point attempt by Keller. Snap the hold, the kick is up, and it is good. With 7.24 to play in the first quarter, Maslin 14, Mansfield 0. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? 
Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September the 8th, as the OCC opener at Ireland Field features the West Home Knights, the defending champions, against your TY Tigers. Coverage starts at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Paul Brown Stadium. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. And now the question is, Craig, what do the Tigers do before this game really gets out of hand? You're down two scores. Well, I mean, whatever they do, they've got to stop the bleeding. That, uh, that long run, that, was, that's, that's a, that could be an early backbreaker, unfortunately. Uh, the Tigers need to establish some offense and, and get a drive. They can't put the defense right back out there after what just happened. I would love to see them really use Nate Dismuke and Amar Davis as much as possible. Those are your two playmakers. And the ball off the kick from Keller fell at the one, and then we were nervous it wasn't gonna, it was going to do a backwards roll on a live kick, but it finally rolls into the back of the end zone. But anyways, you need your two best players here. On this drive, you need some points. It's a must if you're going to stay in this game. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, if you're Duke Reese, you you got to settle down. Uh, I don't know if it's nerves. I don't know if it's a uh, little bit of the lingering injury. But you've got to settle down and, and hit some passes. I mean, even though I keep harping about running the ball, I still want them to run the ball. But at some point, you have to hit a pass. And really, I would say the pass rush is – not been overly violent to this point. It is still early on in the game, but we'll see what the offense does here. First and 10 from the 20-yard line. The running back into the game is number five, Zion Brown. First and 10 out of the shotgun is Reese. Trips on the near side. Fumble, lost the ball, miscommunication. No way, I can't believe it. Did they get that football? And Maslin's saying they got it, and it is a fumble at the 11-yard line. And it will be recovered by Maslin, 73, Isaiah McElroy. That was just a, a kitchen sink blitz from Maslin. They brought everybody but the defensive backs on that. I think they jinxed us. It was. It was there was a botch there. Miscommunication between Duke and the running back. So it's a turnover, and they're going to spot the ball backwards at the 15-yard line of Mansfield Sr. So short field here for Maslin. And that is not what you wanted. A rough night so far for the offense. Puts the defense in a tough spot here. First and 10. And I believe that Slaughter back in at quarterback, a new running back in. He'll roll to the left side. Looks, he's under pressure. And he's tripped up. And he did get a couple of yards. But I think he was waiting for a receiver to open downfield. But good job by the Tigers secondary not to give up that touchdown. So yeah, that yard run you, by Slaughter. You hit that nail on the head right there, Nick. That was actually really good coverage by the defensive backs uh, for the T.Y. Tigers. And Slaughter really didn't have anywhere to go. He rolled over to the near side of the field, and he either had to uh, run with it or take the sack. 
Three-yard run, second and seven from the 12-yard line. Slaughter out of the shotgun, two-back set. Here's the snap, hands it off to number 45. He, and that's the wrecking ball I told you about in the car on the way up here. Yep. Powers his way inside of the five, all the way down to the one-yard line. Number 45 on the carry, Michael Wright, Jr. There, he's actually listed as a tight end on their roster. Yeah, you weren't kidding. He's literally built like a bowling ball. So it's going to be first and goal from the one-yard line. Maslin has the football. Slaughter hands it off again to Wright. He gets tripped up, and I don't think he got in. He's close, but he's inside of the one-yard line now. He gained about six inches on that. He got, Like you said, he got tripped up. Somebody got some uh, pressure, uh, some penetration right up the middle and tripped him up. Hopefully uh, the Tigers' defense can bow up here and keep him out. Six minutes to play, first quarter. Maslin 14, Mansfield 0. And Maslin knocking on the door, second and goal from the one. Here's the snap, Slaughter hands it off to three, right, runs right up the middle into the end zone. Dorian Pringle for a one-yard touchdown run for Maslin with 5.48 to play in the first quarter, 20-0, Tigers. Yeah, that was just pure power right there. I mean, unfortunately, so far this year, that's kind of been the uh, bane of the Tigers' defense. They just have not been able to stop any type of power run. I mean, granted, it was only six inches to go for a touchdown, but that they've got to learn how to stop those type of runs or else it's going to be a long game, long season. Snap to hold the kick by Keller is up, and this one shades to the left but still creeps in. It is good. With 5.48 to play in the first quarter, makes it now Maslin 21, Mansfield 0. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lala Owens. You're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Back at Paul Brown Stadium off the one-yard touchdown run by Dorian Pringle. Makes it 21-0. Maslin, Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. Well, Craig, at this point, now you're down three scores. I don't know what to say, to be honest with you. For the first time in my life, I'm speechless. Well, that is pretty amazing right there. Uh, but <laughs> um, right now at this point, I think if you're Chokey Bradley, you just you got to ignore the scoreboard and it, you just get a first down. That's all you want from your offense, get one first down. Yep. And try to control the clock, too. You don't want to give Maslin the ball back, too. With too many possessions. As another touchback sails into the back of the end zone. So Keller's kick. He keeps kicking that ball. I'll tell you what, this kicker is pretty impressive for Maslin. Yeah, but I don't know if you noticed on that last extra point, it was almost blocked, and the extra point before that was almost blocked. So if by chance this does come down to a kick later, you never know. Almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, my friend. That First is and true. ten for the Tiger offense. And is that still Duke Reese at quarterback? I think so. Yes. So first and 10 from the 20-yard line. Two receivers split out on the far side, one on the near, back on the right hip. I think that's Tank. Receiver in motion, that's Amar. Hands off for the jet sweep and tries that same play. And again, Maslin making adjustments. Fool me once, shame on us. Fool me twice, shame on you. So a very short gain of about two. Moves it up to about the 23-yard line. 
Well, positive yards, uh, one, you know, baby steps at this point. Like I said, just well, one first Well, you're kind of one-dimensional right now because the quarterback is struggling, so it makes it hard to really throw down the field. So, like I just mentioned, they have to get Amar the ball. They did on that play. Trips on the near side, second and seven from the 23-yard line. One on the near. Here comes the blitz. Duke back to pass under pressure. Just tosses in. It's caught by Amar. 30 to the 40. 45 to the 50. And he is going to be brought down into T.I. Tiger territory around the 49-yard line. And there's your chunk play, my friend. Absolutely. That was a great call. It looked like a tunnel screen to Davis. Uh, big the defense bit right into it. 28 yards, and when I talked to Chokey Bradley this week off, off the uh, microphone, he told me, he said, they're going to blitz us. That's when we have to attack them with those slant routes. We have to expose their secondary, and they did on that play. First and 10 from the 49-yard line. Decrease. Can he do it again? Here's the snap on first and 10 in Maslin territory. Hands it off to Petty. Petty, I think he barely got to the 50-yard line. He's going to lose one yard. So one snap in Maslin territory, back to midfield. 4.20 to play, first quarter. Still 21-0 Maslin. Tigers, though, coming off that big gain to Amar Davis. Well, and again, you got to give that young man the ball. Number eight has to have the ball. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the line's just got to block better. Second and 11 from the 50-yard line. Duke Reese out of the shotgun back on his left hip. Here's the snap. He's under pressure, throws it, and there's the little dump off. I believe that was to the running back, Zion Brown, on the reception. He's going to lose a yard. This actually would have been better had he, lost, had he dropped the football. So the, he's going to catch it, and he's going to fall back into Mansfield territory at the 49-yard line. Yeah, they brought the uh, Mike linebacker right up the middle. Uh, Reese dumped it off to the running back, but it uh, looked like the defensive tackle shed his block and just uh, gobbled the running back up for a loss. 3.30 to play first quarter. Third and 12 for the Tiger for the T.Y. Tiger offense. I know I can't do that tonight. One receiver on the far, trips on the near, back on the left hip of Duke Crease. Third and long. Here's the snap, low snap. Duke's back to pass. He's under pressure, rolls, throws down the field, incomplete, throws it into the sidelines. And it will be fourth down. So Tigers are, T.Y. Tigers are unable to capitalize off the big game from Omar Davis. Yeah, that's very unfortunate. But like we had talked about earlier in the week, Nick, you had said that uh, uh, Coach Bradley had said that uh, they got to get the ball out quick. So, obviously. The offense is staying on the field, fourth and 12. When you're down three touchdowns, why not? Two receivers on the far, two on the near. No, it's a pooch punt from Duke. I don't think we've ever seen that before. Good punt. And it is pretty good punt. Gets a Tiger roll, T.Y. Tiger roll inside of the 25. And they'll probably got down around the 22. So, <laughs> yeah, Canfield did that a lot. We've seen it a lot uh, last year as well. Yeah, but at least uh, Mansfield waited till fourth down to do it. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, who was I talking to this week? I was talking to someone, and the gentleman really thought I was lying. There's no way anyone would ever punt the ball on third down. And well, we it, ha it, it happened week. twice. <laughs> That was the time where I wish I was sitting next to John Davis when something like that happened. Could you we believe this? We all want to survive. <laughs> so new quarterback in. It is Dewan Owens. Last time he took a snap, he took it to the house, 73 yards. So first and 10, Maslin. They have the ball at their own 23-yard line. New running back, too. A very deep roster for Coach Nate Moore. 
Here's the snap. And he's going to throw it. It's picked off. And Tayotel Bryant to the end zone. Touchdown, Tigers. Wow, that happened quicker than I could get it out of my mouth as Deontay O'Brien jumped that route. He saw it coming a mile away. And don't turn the radio off just yet, folks. Mansfield Sr. with the pick six. How many yards was that, John? 27-yard pick six by Deontay O'Brien. If you remember back on that first Maslin touchdown, he really struggled in that drive, kept playing mm -hmm. off. He made some adjustments himself. Craig, touchdown, T.Y. Yeah, like you said, he read that. Uh, he read that like uh, I read the menu at uh, Pizza Hut, man. He was all over it. <laughs> 2.53 to play first quarter. The extra point attempt by Griffin DeBolt is up. I'm sorry, Quinton DeBolt is up, and it is good. 2.53 to play first quarter. Maslin 21, Mansfield Senior 7. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. T.Y. is on the board, and they did score tonight, folks. Last year, 33-0 at Arlen Field. Tonight, Mansell Sr., a 27-yard interception return for a touchdown by Jayante O'Brien, the senior. And, Craig, we keep saying it. The seniors and the, the playmakers need to step up and make plays, and that's what happened. Oh, absolutely, and that couldn't have come at a better time for, for Coach Bradley and this team. Uh, mm -hmm. Gives them a little bit of life, and, uh, you know, the defense now, they could sit there and be like, okay, we could do this. We can hang with this team. So Dewan Owens threw the interception, and he is known for running the football, not passing the football. I wonder if we're going to see him throw the ball again tonight. That's why they have Jalen Slaughter on the roster. As the bolt tees it up, he'll kick off from his own 40-yard line. Tigers T.Y. trying to get back into this one. Here's the kick, low kick. Squib in time back to the 16. Up across the 25, across the 30, and he's going to be brought down just shy of the 35-yard line. First and 10, Maslin upcoming. Yeah, hopefully uh, Coach Bradley got the, the troops fired up there after that pick six. I don't think he had to say anything after Jayante did that play. I think uh, play speaks for itself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully that this this is the break that the defense needs to, to – uh, Toughen up here and, and, and stop this offense. First and 10 for the Maslin offense. And how about this, Nate Moore is sending Dewan Owens back onto the field. Try to shake it off. you got to get back on that horse after something tragic happens. First and 10 for Maslin. Here's the snap. Fake handoff. He's going to run up the middle. And again, he gets a big play, 45 up to midfield and into Mansfield territory. And like I said, Craig, you're not going to see him pass again, but he's still going to run the football. Yeah, and he showed there uh, – for 16-yard run by the quarterback, DeWan Owens. Yeah, he showed there some of his power because he was met at the line of scrimmage and just powered out of that tackle and, and uh, got all the way down to the senior high 48-yard line. So first and 10 for Maslin. Owens out of the shotgun, actually pistol set. One on the far, three on the near. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the running back. He has room to run. That's Mitchell. Lost a man. Nice little... Stiff arm, but then the Tigers are there to greet him around the 33-yard line. And on the stop is Mo Jr. Mo Jr. put him onto the turf. 
hard and quick. Yeah, that was a great hit by Mo Jr., but unfortunately it was almost 20 yards down the field. 16 to be exact. Uh, Mitchell read the blocks perfectly. If you saw, uh, he had his hand on the blocker's hip and just rode him. <laughs> first, first and 10 from the Mansfield 33-yard line. Dewan Owens is still the quarterback for Maslin. Two receivers split out on the far side, one on the near. Tight end in the block back on the right hip of Owens is Mitchell still. Here's the snap. And he'll keep it, runs towards the outside, and Mo Jr. is there for a short gain. And what a job by Mo Jr. to spy the quarterback. Yeah, a uh, very good play Very good play on that gain of three by uh, Mo Jr. because it looked like it was blocked excellent, and he just came over and he just slammed the door on that. Under 90 seconds to play opening quarter, 21-7 Maslin. They have the football inside the, of the Mansfield 30-yard line at the 29. Juan Owens is still the quarterback. One has to wonder if Owens is going to play a lot tonight. We won't see too much of Slaughter. Rolls outside, throws, and that one was almost intercepted. I believe it was caught. No, now they're saying incomplete. I'm confused. The one on the far side says complete. The other one says incomplete. So it will not count, but that ball was almost picked again around the 15. Yeah, it absolutely was. I actually thought it was at first because uh, – he threw it, and the defender dove, and I thought for sure that was an interception. I don't know if this is Nate Moore just trying to dangle low fruit in front of the T.Y. Tigers. They're using this quarterback to throw on the defense, and <laughs> I don't know. This guy likes to run with the football, but he's not the best passer. Well, I, we don't know the status of Slaughter either. Maybe, oh, no, he's just – maybe he's hurt. I don't know. You know, because he, he hasn't been in and – you know, five, six, six straight plays. I have a theory in my head, and I wasn't going to say it, but I'm going to say it now. I can see Nate Moore saying after those three touchdowns, 21 to nothing, why should I play slaughter when I can win with my backup? I seriously, you shouldn't say that on the air, but, you know, when we're up here, I think it's okay to say that because well, I don't know what you think, but I think they're saving him. Maybe, but uh, when you turn around and you throw a pick six – he didn't, though. The other one did. No, that's what I'm yeah, saying. You, know. The, you're, you know, you think, okay, I can win with my backup, but your backup turns around and throws a pick six. They are marching down the field, though, on this drive. They, yeah, but it's not because of his arm. Upcoming. But you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no. But anyways, let's get back to the stadium. Uh, John was telling us before the game on the far side, we thought that was a visitor's press box. That's a luxury loge box on the far side. Yeah, full catering and everything. But I We mean, didn't it, get any food up here. Yeah, it, it's, it's masculine, so I guess, you know, that didn't surprise us when he told us that, but it was just like, oh, oh wow, okay. So it's going to be third down and, what, seven from the 29-yard line of Mansfield. Maslin has the football. Big third down here. I think it still Owens, the quarterback. He'll run out of the pistol, Mitchell behind him. And Cadence Clapp looks back to Coach Moore. One receiver on the far side. Big third down here, two on the near. Third and seven. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Mitchell. Runs up the middle. Downhill run. And he's inside of the 25. I don't think he got to the first down mark, but there's yeah. no way Maslin isn't going for this. It's going to be fourth and one. Should be third. Well, it said third before. Yeah, now it says fourth. Hey, if they're going to let him do fourth, don't argue with him. So fourth and one. 
from the 22-yard line. Maslin's going to go for it. Owens out of the shotgun, two back set behind him. Here's the snap. Hands it off. Mitchell runs up the middle. Oh, just got it. I thought for a second Mansfield stopped him, but I think he got down to the 21. It should be a first and 10 for Maslin. You had Samir Phillips fire in off the left side, and he just missed the tackle in the backfield by like a fingernail. Mm. It was so close. Peyton Mitchell is able to get it on fourth and one and extends his Maslin drive, but that will be the final play of the first quarter with the score. Maslin 21, Mansfield 7. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September the 8th, as the OCC opener at Arlen Field features the West Home Knights, the defending champions, against your TY Tigers. Coverage starts at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers. Start of the second quarter here at Paul Brown Stadium in Maslin, Ohio. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, and Craig, uh, what a wild first quarter that was. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, uh, the TY Tigers gave up some big plays, specifically in the running game, so they are uh, in a hole a little bit, but, uh, and Maslin is driving. But they do have a little bit of life. They got that pick six. They just need to stiffen up here and keep the T.I. Tigers out of the end zone. Well, one of the Maslin fans, when I was using the restroom earlier, was making a joke, you guys won't even score tonight. Well, guess what? You're wrong. As we start this second quarter, Maslin first and 10 from the 22-yard line of Mansfield. DeWan Owens under pressure. He's going to be nailed, throws it, and it's going to be incomplete. John T. O'Brien was in the in the end zone. We're going to have a penalty marker. Was that a penalty marker down? Holding on Maslin. So it's a 10-yard penalty that moves him back. I, I was wondering if the penalty was going to be on Maslin or, Mad- or Mansfield because I saw – Madison, didn't you? Yeah. I saw, <laughs> I saw the uh, offensive lineman's helmet come flying off, so I thought maybe it would have been a hands to the face. But good break for the, the T.Y. Tigers there. Drives him back 10 yards. So that spots the ball at the 31-yard line. First and 20, Maslin. See if the Tiger defense can get a stop. We need this. Here's the snap. Dewan Owens, here comes the blitz, and he dumps it off. Same thing that uh, Mansfield did to Maslin, and they dump it off, and he might even score, and he does. Touchdown, Maslin. I'll be you-know-what. Oh, my goodness. So that was a dump off to number 21, Jameer Gamble, and what a gamble that was. Yeah, it was a screen pass, and they called it to the the same side the blitz came off of, and there was nobody over there. The defensive back was running with the uh, receiver. By the time he realized what was going on, he was already down at the five-yard line. 27-7 is the Massillon lead over Mansfield Senior. 11.46 to play here in the second quarter. Keller on to kick the extra point attempt. On to hold is Dewan Owens, the quarterback. 
Snap the hold, kick is up, and it is good. 11.46 to play, second quarter. Maslin 28, Mansfield 7. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Paul Brown Stadium off the Maslin touchdown. 31-yard screen pass or dump off, if you will, from Joan Owens to Jameer Gamble. Made it 28-7. McMichaels, Craig Jackson, the Maslin lead as Keller is on the kickoff for Maslin. Yeah, I don't know if that was a great call by the coach or a great uh, audible by the quarterback, probably the coach, but that was the perfect call there. Here's the kick, and it's a high kick, and it's bobbled by one of the T.Y. Tigers as Dismuke picks it up at the 10. He is leveled around the 13-yard line. Oh, my. That is definitely not what they needed right there. It's, it's kind of almost becoming Murphy's Law right now for the Tigers. It seems like anything – that could go wrong, is going wrong, with the exception of that pick six. Uh, the momentum it looked like they had quickly went out the window, and this is uh, not turning out to be a fun night. Well, Mansfield Senior was able to get some points here, and we thought maybe they would get a stop on defense, but that touchdown negated that, the screen pass. So it's going to be first and ten for Duke Reese in the offense. As Tank Petty is the back on his left hip. Two receivers on the near side, one on the far. First and 10, Mansell Sr. from their own 14-yard line. Clear fork 21, Lexington 7 in the second. Here's the snap. Hands it off. No, sorry, throws it. And stop here with a penalty, I believe. Pre-snap penalty. No, we have a Mansfield timeout. Well, he was pointing towards the Mansfield direction, so I guess I know. But he pointed towards Mansfield, did he not? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they also thought it was fourth down earlier. I mean, hopefully uh, the Tigers can get the Ty Tigers could get some something going here because I'm sitting here looking at this beautiful jumbotron. I'm not going to lie, but I mean, total yardage right now is two twenty six to thirty nine, and that that's. Mm. That's that's just kind of abysmal. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it here. I mean, I know a big chunk of that came on that huge, huge run by Owens. But, you know, the time of possession is, is, is close. It's just huge plays by, by uh, Maslin right now. plays, yeah. Maslin's scoring quickly. Um, but off the timeout, we don't officially know. Scoreboard is saying that was a Maslin timeout, so we'll go with Maslin even though – the official was pointing. And he could have said Tigers and been right. <laughs> First and ten, Duke Reese. I believe that's still Petty, the running back. Hard cap, no bite. Hard count. Ugh. And here's a snap, and he's going to be sacked right away as Maslin brought the pressure. And Duke Reese goes down. Four-yard loss back to the ten-yard line. I believe that was Cody Fair with the sack there, and uh, – 
Yeah, the unfortunate thing for Mansfield Senior right now is they're in a position where they're going to have to throw the ball, which is feeding right into the uh, game plan of the Maslin Tigers. Safe to say that that play was very fair. Yeah. <laughs> Second and wah, we'll call it 14. Duke Reese out of the gun again. Here's the snap, hands it off. No, he throws it over the middle. It's caught. And Amar yeah. Davis on the reception for the Tigers across the 15 to about the – they're going to spot that around the 17-yard line. Gain of seven. Third and seven. Third and seven off the seven-yard reception by Amar Davis. And I believe Amar has how many receptions left? He's getting close to the reception record as well. We'll update you later on this evening. I think he has seven more to go if my math is correct. So here we go, third and seven, snap. Duke Reese under pressure, throws, oh, incomplete, wow. and no flag. I thought it should have been pass interference. They tried to hit Amar, second play in a row, over the middle with a little slant route, and he was double teamed, and there was early contact, Craig. Yeah, you said they tried to hit uh, Amar, but uh, the defense did. I mean, that was a good one step early. I'm shocked. They, did. they threw the flag on the other pass interference, which – Although obvious, was a lot more forgivable if they missed it versus that one. That one was blatant. So fourth and seven, and the Tiger punt team is on the field. DeBolt on to kick. And that's number 24, I believe, for Maslin standing at the 50-yard line. That is Tyler Hackenbrake. Back to receive the punt. And fourth and seven, let's make it uh, a little more. Uh, delay a game, penalty on the Tigers. This is turning into a rough evening for Mansfield. Yeah, it, it looks like the offensive line is very confused with the uh, defensive alignment of uh, Maslin and the pressure they're bringing from all the different angles because that time you had uh, the linebacker the go. And, and it's a Well, it's a high one. And I don't know if it got deflected. It's caught by Hackenbreck. 40-35 to the 30. Pushed out of bounds on the near sideline, just shy of the 25. And he turned on the Jets. He started running before he caught that thing. Yeah, yeah, it was a short punt. I think it did get tipped because the way it kind of shot off to the side there. It looks like there's a penalty on Maslin, however. So legal block, I believe, is what they called. So that will move Maslin back. So they would have had fantastic field position inside of the 25. And now, now they just have pretty good field position. Yeah, <laughs> decent field position around the 40-yard lines where they're going to spot it. 35, same thing. My clear fork math coming into play on that one. <laughs> How could you do it? There's no sheep on the field. I know, right? <laughs> Well, this is turf. They don't need oh. sheep for, for you know, there's no grass. So. so, Slaughter, I bite my tongue. He's back into the game. He had a couple series off. He'll throw it deep near side. Jayante has an opportunity, intercepts it around the five-yard line, and the Tigers with another turnover. And this was the quarterback that doesn't make mistakes, and that was a bad throw as he completely overthrew his receiver, and Jayante O'Brien was there, 
And that is when you have to play off the receiver like that, and that capitalized. Yeah, I'm, I'm, i got to be honest. He threw that ball, and I'm sitting there watching it in the air going, my gosh, what a beautiful ball. And then I looked, and I'm like, holy crap, he overthrew him by like 10 yards. <laughs> so, luckily, Mansfield Sr., the defense steps up here and gets a turnover. Now, hopefully, the offense can get a little something going here. Well, should that count as a punt on first down? That would be another first. Well, so first and ten, T.Y. Tigers pinned back deep. Where are they spotting this, John, at the three? At the two-yard <laughs> line. 98 yards to go. They can do this. Well, if you're, if you're Coach Bradley, you gotta, you got to hope that your guys hold up here because the pressure tonight has been crazy from Maslin. 10.02 to play, second quarter, first and ten from the two-yard line. Reese out of the shotgun. Petty is the back. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Petty. And I think he got out just barely. Boy, he loses one, and he's going to be brought down around the one-yard line. They originally stopped him right at the goal line, but he was able to power his way back to the one. Well, we're not going to punt. That was the that was that was completely the the nose tackle there, Michael Wright. I mean, he just completely just stonewalled the interior of the line, and I was watching. He had two guys blocking him, and he did not move. So there was no place for the running back to go. Second and 11 from the one-yard line. Duke Reese, and we have movement up front. Hopefully it's on Maslin. And nope, it's false start. Half the distance to the goal. <laughs> what, is they going to move it six inches? Well, they did move it back, and it's right up against the goal line. First and 11 at the one after being first and 11 at the one. Why do they keep track of how many false starts they get here at Maslin they create? That's weird. Nah, I right. think it's a crowd thing. 9-18 to play, low snap. Duke Reese going deep. And interference, no call on Dismuke. He, the defensive back ran in preventing Dismuke, and it's incomplete. Yeah, that's another. This is another series in a row. The defensive back. He ran into the receiver. You cannot do that. That yeah. is passive interference. Yeah, and he and he held his arm out, barring him. Chucky Bradley throws his hands in the air. Yeah, that that was another one that was pretty obvious. I don't know if Dismuke would have been able to run free if he would have caught up to the ball, though. It was kind of overthrown, but that was still pretty blatant. That that flag should have been thrown there. Adonis Vaughn on coverage, and he got away with that one. So third and we'll call it 12. Here's the snap. Duke's back to pass. Back of his own end zone. Rolls to the near side. Throws deep. And Mansfield had the catch and he dropped it. Who was that? Was that Petty? That was Amar. That was Amar. That was Just through the arms of was, Amar. I'm sorry. That was Petty. That was Petty. I should have yeah, went with first instinct. As it went, literally went right through. He tried to make a diving catch yeah. at the 30-yard line. That would have been huge. And now, what do you, whew, this is a tough call. The bolt has no room for leverage to kick here. Yeah, the everybody ball is spotted did, at the goal line. Everybody did what they were supposed to do offensively except make the catch there. The quarterback scrambled. The, the receiver ran deep. He was open. He just didn't make the catch. So the bolt standing literally at, in the back of the end zone underneath the goal post. And one of the Maslin Tigers standing on their own 35. High snap. The bolt gets it off. And I'll tell you what, that's a fantastic punt for where he had to go. 35-yard line, 30 to the 25, and tripped up around the 23-yard line is Tyler Hackenbrick. 
I tell you what, that kid's actually got some wheels, man. That was a fantastic punt. Oh, absolutely. By when you're kicking underneath the goalpost and he still got it off. Yeah, that was that was that was a good punt. How many yards was that? Thirty-eight. Yeah, because I mean it was just basically a grab and kick situation. He had no no room to take a step or nothing, and given the pressure that uh, Maslin got, very good punt. First and ten for the Ti Tiger offense. Slaughter is the quarterback. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the back. Runs up the middle. He's tripped up for a decent gain on the carry for Maslin. Number 28, Mylon Lennox, the junior running back. Three-yard gain, second and seven at the 18-yard line of Mansfield. Oh, the score is 28-7, Maslin, 8.30 to play, second quarter. Slaughter, second and seven, hands it off again to Mylon. He'll run with the football. Penalty marker is down. Another short gain around the 25-yard line he's brought down. I was going to say, is that a hold? Well, they need to make up some calls here because they've blown two pass yeah. interference earlier. It is a hold on Maslin. So it will make it second and 17, and they should spot this around the 28-yard line. Second and 17, Slaughter, quarterback, back standing behind him. Two receivers on the far side, two on the near. I think the running back is number 21 for Maslin. Yeah. Jameer Gamble, who has a touchdown already in this game. Here's the snap, back to pass. Here comes the pressure, and he's going to be sacked. Slaughter pushed all the way back at the 40-yard line. Samir Phillips, Moe Jr., and Lala Owens all on coverage for the Tigers. 12 yep. yards on the sack, Craig. Yeah, that was a beautiful call. Great aggressive call. I like it. Uh, hopefully this will lead to some good things here. Uh, the Maslin offensive line had no idea what was coming, and Slaughter had no prayer of getting a playoff there. So a big play by the Tiger defense. Third and a 29 is what the scoreboard says from the 40-yard line of Mansfield. Maslin has the football. Here's the snap. They'll just hand it off. Now, you can't give them the first down. Oh my Here goodness. goes Gamble. Are you kidding me? Inside of the 30, and he's going to be tripped up around the 25. He did not get the first down, but we had so much leverage there to the point where, you know, you force a punt possibly if you get very little yards, and now if Maslin doesn't go for it, they are in field goal range, but I think they're probably going to go. Yeah, that, that big run that they just popped off made sure that Maslin was going to go for it. I knew as soon as they got that that he, that offense was going to stay out there. Gamble with a big run on third down, fourth and 14. Slaughter out of the shotgun, hard count, nothing. See if Nate Moore wants to talk about it. I don't know what they're going to do here. T.Y. Tigers look confused on defense. Three receivers on the far side, one on the near, back on the right hip. Here's the snap. Here comes the pressure. Slaughter picked up. Lala had him but couldn't get it. Slaughter's going to run with the football. He will not get it. I think he almost got back to the original line of scrimmage to the 22. Turnover on downs. Craig, the Tiger defense gets a stop. Now the offense gets the ball back. Yeah, the offense has got to do something. I mean, 41 yards. I mean. <laughs> What's that emoji with the guy with the stick? Yeah, poking, do something. Po poking it, do something, yeah. 
6.26 to play, second quarter. Mansfield Senior trying to get back into this game, 28-7. Maslin leads, but the Tiger defense, I'll tell you what, for the positions they've been put into tonight, the Tiger defense, they're trying to get their team back into this. Yeah, I, I will say this. I mean, they've given up some plays, but they're play, to me they're playing much better than the offense is right now. Two interceptions tonight, both by Jayante O'Brien. A couple sacks by this Tiger defense as well. First and 10, Duke Reese out of the shotgun with a back on his left hip. Trips on the far side, one on the near. First and 10 from the 23. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass under pressure. Rolls to the near side. Now he's going to run 20. Has a little room to run, 25. And pushed out of bounds on the near sideline, just shy of the 30-yard line. So a good run on first down by Duke Reese. Yeah, absolutely. He uh, kind of rolled out there. Uh, I didn't think he needed to, but he rolled out, and a lane opened up, and he took off, and he got, what, six yards? Seven. Seven. Seven yards. Second so. and three. Ball spotted at the 29-yard line of Mansfield. T.Y. has the football. Down by three touchdowns. Six minutes to play until halftime. Duke Reese. Petty, I believe, is the back on his left hip. Here's the snap. No, it's Zion Brown. Hands it off to Brown. No room to run. Zion is going to lose some yards. And they'll push it back towards the 26-yard line. So, loss of three on the run by Zion Brown. Now there's just absolutely nowhere to go over there off to the right side. So off the seven-yard gain on first down makes it more difficult off the three-yard loss on second, third and seven. This is kind of one of those almost uh, two steps forward, one step back type thing we're, get, we're seeing right here. John Davis pointing out Mansfield Sr. has ran the ball six yards rushing on seven attempts. Here comes the blitz from Maslin. Third down. Duke Reese running for his life. He's going to try to turn the corner. 30. And I don't know if he got there. It was close, but I don't think he did. Pushed out of bounds on the far sideline. It is close. We'll see where they officially spot it. I was going to say it's kind of hard to tell because the uh, guy over there with the marker bailed out so fast. The chain gains, and Chokey Bradley's pointing first down. He's clapping, so they will move the chain. So Duke Reese making a play with yeah. his feet on third down. Yeah, that's gonna. I think I think that's gonna be something that we're gonna have to see a lot more of, uh, because it's gonna have to be quick passes and, and then uh, Reese scrambling because I I just don't think the line can give him enough time for deep balls. First and ten for the. Mansfield offense from the uh, excuse me the Mansfield 32-yard line. And Chokey Bradley's going to take a timeout. Let's take a break as well with 5.25 to play in the second quarter. Maslin 28, Mansfield 7. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September the 8th, as the OCC opener at Arlen Field features the West Home Knights, the defending champions, against your T.Y. Tigers. Coverage starts at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. First and 10 
Off the Mansfield timeout, T.Y. has the football from their own 32. Duke Reese, first down, ball tipped at the line of scrimmage, incomplete. And they were trying to set up a slant route with Amar deep down the field, and the defensive lineman was able to get his hand up in the air, Craig, and knock that one down. Yeah, that's unfortunate because it looked like that could have been there, and that might have been able to, you know, we know what Davis can do with the ball. So that, you know, that could have been six. Who knows? I like the play call there, just they weren't able to convert. So second and 10 from the Mansfield 32-yard line. Duke Reese out of the shotgun, back on his right hip. Tank Petty, I believe. Trips on the near, one on the far. Here's the snap. Here comes the blitz. Duke Reese going, flushing the pocket. He'll run with it, extends the ball out, tried to get some more yardage just shy of the 35-yard line up to about the 34, so about a two-yard gain. Yeah, he might have gotten a couple more yards if he would have just took off and run it when he rolled out, but I don't blame the kid for looking downfield to see if somebody opens up, especially when you're down like this. Third and eight. Can Duke Reese once again convert on third down, just like last time? Zion Brown is the running back. The ball will be spotted at the Mansfield 34-yard line. Tiger offense trying to get their first points of the evening. Alone touchdown off of Jayante O'Brien, pick six. Here we go, third and eight from the 34. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass. Here comes the blitz. Flushes the pocket. He has room to run. He does not. Throws it downfield. And what a pass and what a catch on the near sideline by Amar Davis. The official is going to grant him the catch into Maslin territory. And, folks, that's why Amar Davis is the best player on our team. Absolutely. He broke a... Saw, Broke uh, that coverage. He was able to get away and separate himself from the defensive back. Yeah, he saw Reese bail out, and then he bailed out and uh, slid down and caught that pass, and uh, Duke threw it the only place that he could that uh, Davis would get it. Amar the star with his third reception of the ballgame. First and 10, Mansell Sr. at the Maslin 41-yard line. Duke Reese out of the shotgun, Brown the back. Here's the snap, back to pass, under pressure. Flushes again, rolls to the far side. He's going to run, 40, and runs out of bounds for a short game, but a nice play by the quarterback, smart move. Nothing open downfield. He runs out of bounds. He's able to get a few yards, about a gain of four on that one, down to the 36. Yeah, he's going to end up being pretty tired because I get the feeling he's going to end up doing that a lot tonight because Maslin is just getting so much pressure as soon as the ball is snapped, they're sending somebody, and the, and the offensive line just has no idea who it is. So somebody is always coming free. So the ball spotted the 36-yard line, second and six for the T.Y. Tiger offense. Brown the back on the left hip. Here comes pressure again, and this time Duke. Oh, he is able to get away. Now he's just got to throw it away, and he does. Smart move by Duke, and I thought there was a disastrous sack there, Craig. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That was a very heads-up play by uh, Duke Reese there because uh, it uh, looked like the cornerback came off, was completely free. Uh, Duke rolled out. And he just rolled out and uh, broke the tackle, threw the ball away. Third and six from the Maslin 36-yard line. Mansfield has the football. They are trailing 28-7 with 4.56 to play until halftime. Yeah, that, Duke Reese out of the shotgun. Brown on his right hip. Trips receivers on the near side, one on the far. 
Here comes the pressure. Duke back to pass. Now he's going to run with it. 35 spins. Will not get the first down. He does get positive yards. Two-yard gain down to the 34-yard line. Makes it a shorter attempt on fourth down. Yeah, Cody Fair was spying him that time, so when Duke avoided the pressure and tried to go up the middle, Fair was right there to meet him. They did move it back, so gain of one. That was weird. He got clearly got down to the 34. I don't get that. His knee must have been down, whatever. But it is fourth, and we're still going to call it four. So fourth and four. And obviously you're going for it here. Two receivers on the far side. Two on the near. Zion Brown the back. Fourth and four for Mansfield. Here's the snap. Here's the pressure. Duke throws over the middle. It's caught Amar to the 20. He spins, tries to get away from the defensive back. He can't, but he's able to use his body weight Fall down around the 10-yard line, and again on third down, Duke Reese is able to deliver, and again, Amar Davis makes a play. Yeah, he just reached up and plucked that out of the air. It was He acted like it was his, and he was not giving, letting anybody else even touch the ball. And again, week after week, I keep saying that he shows some surprising power by being able to keep his feet going and get all the way down to the 10-yard line. Best drive of the night by the Tigers by far. First and goal, and as soon as you say that, penalty is down. And they're pointing towards Mansfield. No, he's pointing Maslin's bench. Oh, sideline warning. So sideline warning. I agree with you, Craig. What a play. Amar, and he was trying to spin and get out of that. He wanted the end zone so oh, yeah. bad. He wanted to score. That was his fourth reception of the ball game. So Amar only needs five more to break the receiving record at Mansfield. But he gained another four or five yards by trying, you know. That's just that's just what this kid is. He's all heart. He's got. He's surprisingly strong. And, uh, yeah, like I said, that, that catch, he just reached up and he just grabbed it. He was like, there's no way anybody else is getting this ball but me. So first and goal from the 10-yard line after the sideline warning from Maslin. Trips receivers on the near side, one on the far. Reese out of the gun, back on the right hip. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Reese throws far sideline incomplete. He tried to do a little flag out on the sideline, toe drag to Lala Owens, but Lala had his back turned, so throws it away. Incomplete. Second and goal. Well, it's good seeing him uh, at least throw it in Owens' direction down here. He's got the size difference uh, out there. I think, uh, you know, it's definitely worth possibly visiting again. Second and goal from the 10. For Duke Reese in the offense, they need points here before the half. 3.36 to play until halftime, 28-7 to Maslin. And by when you say need points, I think they need six. I don't think three is going to help right now. I would agree. Amar in motion, here's the snap, and they pitch it to him, and he tries to turn the corner, 15 to the 10, to the 5, and out of bounds on the near sideline. I hope he's okay. Ooh. And another catch, but Amar, boy, he gets up slowly. He looks like he's okay, but he got licked there as he's heading out of bounds, and that could have been a late hit out of bounds if we were at Arlen Field. Third and goal from the, where are they spotting that? Six-yard line. So another reception for Amar. He has five in the game for 89 yards. Yeah, by rights, I'm surprised he got that many yards. That just shows his pure speed and playmaking ability because when he caught that ball, there were two guys right there, and he just outran them. Third and goal from the six. Brown is the back on the left hip. Trips on the near side. Lala's on the near side. Here's the snap. Throws into the end zone. High and complete. It was intended for... Dismuke, I think. No, it was intended for number three for the T.Y. Tigers, Jermaine Bradley. 
Oh. I need new glasses. I'm not going to lie. They're 10 years old. Sorry, folks. That's okay. <laughs> you're fine. And I'm really surprised that Mansfield's not going for it. When you're down, I would, but DeBolt is coming onto the field. 23-yard attempt. He made a 26-yarder last week at Arlen Field. I think they're short a man. I really would go for it here, but Mansell's going to go for a field goal. And here comes the rush. And the kick is up. And he still got it. I think they deflected it, and he still got it. 26-yard field goal. I'm sorry, 23-yard field goal by Quinton DeBolt. He is two for two on the year. Mansfield Sr. on the board. They did get some points. I mentioned they needed points, so they did do that. 28-10 to 10 is the Maslin lead with 324 to play until halftime. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lala Owens. You're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. 23-yard field goal by Quinton DeBolt with 3.24 to play in the second quarter. Makes the Maslin lead 28-10. Mansell Sr. with some points on that last drive, Craig. Yeah, very much-needed points. Obviously, uh, you know, we would have preferred six. Well, technically seven, I suppose. But uh, any points are good points. And uh, this close to halftime, if they could stop them again, maybe you can might see that good old momentum heading towards the T.Y. side of the field. Knock on wood. <laughs> I like the attitude. Here's the kickoff. The bolt is picked up around the 17. Maslin has the football 30 and tries to squeak by the defender. He's tripped up around the 24-yard line. Clear fork with a 21-14 lead over Lexington. That game being broadcast on our sister station, fearthevillage.com. 3.18 to play here at Paul Brown Stadium until halftime. Maslin 28, Mansfield 10. Yeah, uh, like I said, hopefully the Tiger defense could step up here. If they get a stop, you know, obviously they, if they get a stop and get points, that'd be great. But I think even just getting a stop before halftime, given the way things have gone this first half, would be a huge momentum boost for this team. And they played pretty good uh, last defense. Well, they did get a stop on the last drive. Right. Remember, turnover yeah. on downs. It wasn't easy, but they were able to do it. So we'll see. And Mansfield has one timeout left. No, Maslin has one timeout left. Mansfield has two on the scoreboard, but John is saying one. So here we go. First down, and it's Mitchell with a downhill run. Big run from the 34 all the way to midfield. That is a 16-yard run. That is not how you wanted this uh, offensive possession to go because here you got the Maslin in hurry up. Three minutes and counting, and... Maslin going quick. Here's the handoff, and again, Peyton Mitchell with another downhill run inside of Mansfield territory, down inside of the 45 to about the 43-yard line. Nine-yard gain, and Maslin going quick. Yeah, you got uh, the T.Y. Tigers and all, all discombobulated right here. And Chokey Bradley's going to have to waste his final timeout with he 247. Yeah, the defense was completely confused. 247 to play until halftime, Craig. Yeah, he had to call that timeout. The defense, uh, the defense was just completely, uh, like I said, discombobulated. Uh, you had two, uh, uh, you know, just running right down their throat. You had guys, you know, running out to cover receivers right as the as the ball was being snapped. 
you had to call a timeout there because you're just begging to get uh, gouged for a huge play if you didn't. Stay tuned for our halftime show brought to you by everyone at the Life Support team. We'll have stats, scores from other games in our area, and we'll also have a college football week one. I know you're excited, Craig. I'll have my predictions for tomorrow, Saturday, and kind of recap a couple of the games that have already happened in the last week. So we have a great halftime show coming up for you, so don't go anywhere. Oh, absolutely excited for college football. You have no idea. I mean, yes, technically I guess it started uh, last week uh, and last y- night, you know, you, you know, even last night. Uh, but uh, it really gets going tomorrow. Uh, can't wait to can't wait for all the action. Uh, unfortunately, if you got Spectrum, you probably won't see anything on ESPN for a while. But <laughs> that's why you mooch off of somebody's YouTube account <laughs> like I've been doing. Uh, and Angela Gross is playing for Michigan State tonight. So that's pretty awesome to see. And Angelo Gross tonight for Michigan State. Back here at Paul Brown, second and one. And again, another downhill run as they're just going to continue to pound the rock with Peyton Mitchell in a big run inside of the 40 down to about the 37-yard line, first and 10 Maslin. I'm kind of surprised Maslin isn't quite hurrying up like they did before. Dewan Owens, the quarterback. Mitchell, the running back. First and 10 from the 38. Here's the snap. Hands it off. Oh Mitchell goodness. again has room to run. Stutter steps, goes to the outside, turns the corner, and runs out of bounds just shy of the 20-yard line. Another big run by Peyton Mitchell. That was a huge hole over there on the on the left side of the uh, offensive line. Huge. Peyton Mitchell now eight carries, 74 yards on the ground. That hole was so big they could have taken that giant inflatable tiger that they had before the game and ran it through there. Ouch. What can I say? Call it like I see it, man. First and 10 from the 23-yard line of Mansfield. Maslin has the football. And Dewan Owens hands it off. No, he keeps it up the middle. Has room to run. He's going to run right into the end zone, and the defense didn't even know what happened. He was gone in a flash. Touchdown, Maslin. 2.20 to play, and that was one of the fastest drives I think I've ever seen from a high school game. Yeah, and it was all on the ground, and – Unfortunately, uh, when he broke there and he got around the three-yard line, uh, one of the Tigers' defenders just kind of pulled up and stopped giving pursuit. I didn't catch the number there, but that's kind of disappointing to see considering the effort that the defense has shown in the last half of the second quarter. 34-10, to 10, the Maslin lead pending the extra point attempt by Keller. Snap the hold. Kick is up, and it is good. 2.20 to play until halftime. Maslin, 35. Mansfield, 10. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers. Welcome back to Paul Brown Stadium. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson off the 23-yard touchdown by Dewan Owens, his second of the evening. Dewan Owens is now the leading rusher for Maslin tonight. Four carries, 114 yards, and two touchdowns, Craig. 
Yeah. It, uh, the, of course, the biggest chunk of them came on that uh, first run he had with 70-some-odd yards. Uh, and that's just kind of a backbreaker for the Tiger, uh, T.Y. Tigers because that uh, previous drive they had played so good on defense. And, oof, that's just something you hate to see. And here's the kickoff by Keller. Mansfield Sr. sails into the back of the end zone. Giante O'Brien gambling there. I thought that was going to hit around the two-yard line, and it falls into the back of the end zone. Yeah, yeah. He, he, it looked like there was some indecision on his part, especially when it hit that first bounce, but luckily for him it did roll into the end zone. You know, Nick, one of the things about this stadium that has uh, been very cool to see, uh, kind of intriguing, maybe even a little funny, is every time Maslin has a play, I don't know if you've seen it, but you've got Aquaman, the Little Mermaid, Finding Nemo, the whole Disney family down here running back and forth like a bunch of chickens with their heads cut off. It's been kind of amusing. You're supposed to be watching what's going on on the field, not on the student section <laughs> in the sidelines. First and ten for the Mansfield offense. Decrease back in at quarterback. Back on his left hip, two receivers on each side. Here's the snap, first and ten. Duke, under pressure, rolls to the far side, throws as he's hit, and throws it incomplete. Out of bounds into the sideline. Yeah, there was pressure right away, right from uh, the get-go. Uh, Chase Bond came off the edge there, completely uh, ran right by the offensive lineman, and uh, Reese had pressure right away, didn't have time to do much of anything. Second and ten from the twenty yard line, two thirteen or two excuse me, two fourteen to play until halftime. Decrease, three receivers on the near side, one on the far, back on the left hip. Low snap, back to pass, throws over the middle. It's caught. Tigers to the thirty and across the thirty yard line. Who is that, Amar? No, that was Jameer Petty on the reception for Mansfield Senior. He dropped one earlier. He gets a first down off a 14-yard gain from Duke Reese to Tank Petty. Moves the ball up to the 34-yard line. little surprised that after a first down that maybe they didn't go, go a little bit faster. 150 and counting, and they are taking their time. And Chokey is screaming go. I see him on the far sideline. I heard him. Duke back to pass. Under pressure. Runs with it. Tries to turn the corner. He does to the 40. 45 midfield into Maslin territory. Duke Reese runs out of bounds around the 45-yard line. Duke Reese making plays with his feet. Yeah, showing his wheels there. But clearly there was something there that Chokey uh, saw that uh, he wanted his team to go. Uh Maybe a mismatch or something. We're about 150 yards away from Chokey Bradley right now in, in plated glass, and we still heard him yeah. on the far side. Yeah, everybody heard him. 21-yard run by the quarterback, Duke Reese. First and 10, 137 to play here in the left in the second quarter. First and 10 from the Maslin 45. Duke Reese out of the gun. Here comes the blitz. And Duke's under pressure, and again, he's going to run with it, and I think he got back to know that he's going to get a positive yardage out of bounds around the 41-yard line. So, yeah, so I guess he ran out of bounds around the 43, so two-yard gain, second and eight. Yeah, Maslin brought pressure off the uh, right side there, and Duke had to spin around, didn't have time to really look downfield, but he used his feet to get some positive yardage. So when on the night where Duke has 
struggled consistently throwing the football. He has been able to make plays with his feet for his team and move the chains with big chunk plays. Second and seven, Ducrease. Here comes pressure again. Back to pass under pressure again. Rolls to the left side, and this time wisely throws it incomplete into the Maslin sideline. Third and seven upcoming from the 43-yard line. Yeah, unfortunately, pressure right away, and Duke had to get rid of it or risk that sack. I do like the heads-up play by uh, by Duke there. He's been showing this most of the night. He gets that pressure, and he knows when to throw it away so he doesn't take that sack. Third and seven, 128 to play until halftime. Big third down play here for the Tiger offense. Duke Reese looks back at the sideline for the play call. Trips receivers on the far side, one on the near. Back on the right hip is Tank Petty. Third down, here's the snap. Here comes the pressure, and Duke is going to be sacked on third down. Back at midfield, and he is still down. He's slow to get up, and I think he's hurt. That was a big hit. Yeah, he got he got the pressure off both ends. He tried to step up, but and Michael Wright Jr. that uh, running back earlier, the big yeah. bowling ball on the sack for Maslin. Yeah, he's he's been As plugging. Duke Reese is being currently helped off the field. Well, I think he's back to the huddle. He's still shaking up. Hopefully, he's okay. Yeah, it's that that bowling ball, uh, that that power back slash uh, nose tackle. He's been plugging everything up all night, and when uh, Duke had pressure from both sides on both ends, he tried to step up, but there was no place to go. And uh, he met the defender, and, and he went down kind of hard there. Stay tuned for the halftime show brought to you by the Life Support Team. We will have scores, stats, a college football preview, and I hope maybe even John Davis will sing God Bless America. You never know what's going to happen on the halftime show here in the press box. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you have a beautiful singing voice, though. One seventeen to play until the intermission. 35-10 to 10 is the Maslin score. And I'm going to tell you what. Tonight, Mansfield Senior's offense, it hasn't been great, but right now they have moved the ball better than I initially thought when we first started this game, the way that started. As here's the punt by DeBolt. Penalty flag is down. It's a high one. It's a good one. Gets a Tiger roll inside of the 15. And inside of the 10, close to the 9-yard line. But, yeah, offensively, I think that they are improving from the beginning of the game. Well. A slight improvement. I'm, yes and no. They are moving the ball a lot more, but I think it's just because Duke Reese is running for his life. So chop block on the Tigers kicking team. So the re-kick, Maslin wants a re-kick. I don't blame Maslin there. That was a heck of a punt by DeBolt all the way down to like the nine-yard line. It'll be fourth and 30 at the 35. Wow. So they'll move the ball all the way back to the Mansfield 35-yard line, fourth and 30. So 106 to play. Here at Paul Brown Stadium in Maslin, Ohio. Very impressive complex. Oh, absolutely. How about the indoor facility, we, the field house we walked by yeah. earlier? That was massive. I think that's bigger than the stadium. Yeah, it's huge. It's absolutely huge. I think it's something that a college would be proud of. So DeBolt to re-kick. Two Maslin Tigers back at their own 30. 
He kicks it from the 35, and another beauty. Wow. See if it gets a Tiger roll, a T.Y. Tiger roll. Picks it up at the 12. He's going to run with it. Tries to turn the corner, and the T.Y. Tigers are there to greet him. And what a phenomenal punt by Quentin DeBolt. Yeah, DeBolt basically said, oh, you want to push me back? Well, 53 yards on the punt by Quentin DeBolt. Zachary Lieber on the return. Seven yards on the return with 50 seconds left to play until the intermission. I think, uh, didn't you tell me his nickname's Thor? It was, but he, he cut his hair, so it's uh, not as funny now. I was going to say, it should, it should be the Hulk. You don't like me when I'm angry. They pushed him back, and he bombed that punt. Once, once he cut his hair, it was over with. It's not funny anymore. Yeah, well. <laughs> but that's good. I like the Hulk. The leg. Too bad his name isn't Greg, right? Yeah. So here we go, first and 10 from the 20. And Slaughter's under pressure, dumps it off to the running back. He runs, and he's hit around the 20 and popped and falls down around the 21-yard line. All that for one yard. Second and nine. Second and eight. They actually move it up to the 22. Does Maslin call a timeout here? No. So one of the Tigers injured on the field. I believe that's Samir Phillips is down for Mansfield. 31 seconds to play until halftime. Well, Craig, this has been a very up-and-down game, very emotional. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's what I expected, but we knew that Maslow was going to come out guns a-blazing, and they have, but Mm -hmm. has Mansfield weathered the storm, in your opinion? Well, unfortunately, I think they've – they're getting into a groove both offensively and defensively. I just unfortunately think it's just come, they've they've waited a quarter to get into that groove, and by that time they were they were already behind. Second and nine from the twenty-one. Slaughter out of the gun. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Thirty seconds to play. Throws it far sideline. Tipped, and he did catch it. And they'll give him credit up to the twenty-seven yard line. Well, I'm, la- I'm glad he threw it over there because he had Dalen Pringle running right down the middle of the field completely wide open. There wasn't a Tiger within 10 yards of that kid. I thought the ball was tipped and almost intercepted. Because hmm. I thought for sure that's where he was going because that's where my eyes were because he was so wide open. Third and three. Here's a snap. Slaughter under pressure. He runs for his life, tosses it off. First down Maslin, 30, and out of bounds on the near sideline. And it is complete to number seven, Jacques Carter. Good play by Slaughter there because they were going for the screen off to the uh, left side, and he turned around when it was covered and dropped it off over to Carter, and they picked up the first down. Kid's name is Jacques. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. First and ten from the the Maslin 35-yard line. Maslin has the ball. Slaughter. Back to pass, throws deep, near sideline, incomplete. Jontae O'Brien was looking for the hat trick. He desperately wanted to yeah. catch that football. Well, <laughs> he the, he overthrew the receiver by so much, the receiver just completely stopped. I mean, uh, <laughs> if the defender had caught it, he would have had a nice uh, nice chunk of grass there to get a get some momentum running forward towards the, towards the 50-yard line. Ten seconds to play until halftime. Don't go anywhere. Once again, folks, we'll have our – Life support team halftime report coming up. 
35 to 10 is the Maslin lead. Slaughter back to pass, second and 10. Under pressure, now rolls to the far side, has room to run, does not. Throws down, fail, it's oh. intercepted by the Tigers to the he's 40, got, 35, got, got to the 30, oh. 25, and pushed out of bounds. Inside of the 20, Lala Owens. Oh, and Owens is slow getting up. And he is still down on the sideline. What a play. Now he gets up. And unfortunately, there is no time left on the clock, so we can't get a field goal attempt. But what a play to end the first half. And, folks, Mansfield Sr. has picked off Maslin three times tonight. That uh, is a stat I should try to go find out when the last time Maslin threw three interceptions at home. Wow, that's pretty impressive on its, on its at itself. Anyways, back here at Paul Brown Stadium, it is 35 to 10. It's halftime. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have our halftime report. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Ah Tea's mobile concession stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Ah Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Ah Tea's is your answer for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. That's A-T-E-S, A-A-H-T-E-S, at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. 
Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Coach Bradley and you're listening to Tiger Football on vsbnradio.com. Go Tigers! What's up Tiger Nation? This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September the 8th. As the OCC opener at Ireland Field features the West Home Knights, the defending champions, against your TY Tigers. Coverage starts at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football, GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Paul Brown Stadium. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. It is halftime, and before we get into our college football uh, feature presentation, let's run down the stats. Craig, it's 35-10. to 10. Maslin leads over Mansfield Sr. Any stats before I do the rundown that really pop out at you? Well, I mean, I think the, the stat that surprises, not surprises me, but I guess it kind of does, is the way Tiger, the Tigers have been able to move the ball on the ground, it's been because Duke Reese has been running for his life, but, you know, they've got uh, almost as many yards rushing tonight as they average you know, per game so far, and it's mostly been because of him. So, uh, I mean, if that's what you got to do to move the chains, then that's what you got to do. You know, that's probably the most surprising thing to me. I would agree. Um, Amar Davis, we were just told off the air by Mr. John Davis, he needs three catches to tie Angelo Gross for the most uh, in Tiger football, most receptions in Tiger football history, four to pass. So stay tuned for that accomplishment. He already has the receiving yard record, so many uh, possibilities await him. I, th- I wonder if there's any more records that he's close to. He's got to be getting close, though. This young man has really taken over, and he's been the guy, as Craig mentioned, along with Duke, um, trying to carry this team, trying to get back into this one. Let's do the rundown for you real quick. All right, plays 38 to 31, TY Tigers. First downs 13 to 7, Maslin. Rushing yards, this is a tough one. Uh, rushing for Maslin, they have 20 rushes for 214 yards on the ground. Mansfield Sr. at one time only had six yards rushing on seven attempts. They have 18 attempts, 36 yards on the ground. Penalties, one on Mansfield Sr., none on Maslin. Uh, passing the football tonight, uh, 
really neat, both teams struggling passing the football. Six of 11 for 87 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions for the Maslin quarterbacks. For Duke Reese, he's 8 of 20, 107 yards through the air. Total yards, 301 for Maslin, 143 for Mansfield. Three turnovers for Maslin, one for Mansfield Sr. And John mentioned those are the – I can't believe that those are the – first turnovers of the season for Mansfield Senior. It's hard to believe with a defense like Mansfield Senior that they have, but wow. Penalties, four for 45 yards for Maslin, three for 20 for Mansfield Senior. Time of possession, relatively close, actually favors Mansfield Senior. 13 to 10, Maslin scoring quick tonight. Individual stats, leading rusher for Mansfield Senior is Duke Reese, has 11 carries, 28 yards. Amar Davis has two carries for 10 yards. Amar Davis has five catches, 89 yards. And on the other side, Dewan Owens, the quarterback, the backup quarterback, four rushes, 114 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. Peyton Mitchell, the backup running back, he has eight carries, 74 yards on the ground. Passing the football, Jalen Slaughter is five of eight for 56 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Dewan Owens, one completion for and I'm sorry, um, three attempts, one for three, 31 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Leading to our score at the half, Maslin 35, Mansell Senior 10. We'll go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll have our college football feature. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Amon Thomas, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Halftime Show brought to you by the Life Support Team. I'm Nick Michaels. Let's look into college football week number one officially. It's finally here. It kicked off Thursday night. 
wow, there were some uh, fun games to watch, but tomorrow is the big day, ladies and gentlemen. Week 1, Ohio State, Michigan, all the big namers kicking off Saturday. I'll run through those matchups real quick, though. Let's get to um, last week's results. I'll just run through them real quick. In Week 0, it was USC over San Jose State, 56-28. Notre Dame defeated Navy, 42-3. And those are the big matchups from last weekend, the top 25 kind of matchups, if you will. Last night, though, we featured, I think, about six Division I games. I think there were only two ranked teams that were in the mix playing on the Thursday night opener, one of them being uh, Utah hosting Florida. A lot of people wondering how Florida was going to do now that Anthony Richardson is gone and moved on to the NFL. And uh, I think the big question in that game was, can Florida hold off this feisty Utah team? But I had no idea Cam Rising wasn't playing for the Utes. But it didn't matter. It was, it was 24-11. to 11. Utah took care of business last night. So watch out for the Utes in the Pac-12 this year as they have a nice win on their resume. And it was also at home. Elsewhere, Kent State took it on the chin as they went down to Orlando to take on the UCF Knights. 56-6, a tough one for the Flashes as they have a new head coach this year. Remember their head coach last year went out to be the OC at uh, Colorado under primetime Sanders. Western Mac for you Mac fans, uh, Western Michigan, I knew I was going to say that, 35-17 over St. Francis of Pennsylvania. So the Mac team uh, with the win last night. NC State, a road win for them over UConn, 24-14. Nebraska lost a tough one, a low-scoring game in Minnesota. Row the boat. The Golden Gophers in Big Ten play, 13-10. Gophers win over the Huskers. Uh, Missouri and the SEC defeated South Dakota, 35-10. And tonight, some of the matchups this evening featuring uh, Michigan State. So Angelo Gross. Oh, last night, I almost forgot, ladies and gentlemen, our own Keontes Bradley got in on special teams last night. For Arizona State as they defeated uh, Southern Utah 24-21. So keep tuning in for our uh, young man, Keontes Bradley, Mansell Senior Graduate and Division I college athlete. We are so proud of that young man. It's an amazing accomplishment just to make it on to the next level. Tonight, Central Michigan will go to Michigan State to take on Angelo Gross's Spartans. That is at 7 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. Miami, Ohio travels to Miami, Florida, 7 p.m. on ACC Network. Louisville is at Georgia Tech on ESPN. I know that's kind of raw right now. For you, those of you that have Spectrum, you can't watch ESPN. Best advice is maybe go to a sports bar to watch these games until they get that issue resolved. Um, and then Stanford travels to Hawaii tonight at 11 p.m. on the CBS Sports Network. Tomorrow, though, the reason why you're listening for the big games Michigan will host, the number two ranked Wolverines will host Eastern Carolina, East Carolina, I can't talk today, sorry folks, the Pirates in the big house, Wolverines favored by 36 in that game, I think Michigan blows them out. No Jim Harbaugh though for the first three games, I don't think it's going to matter, and that game is at noon and it's on Peacock, so if you're having trouble finding it, that's why. Also at noon on ABC, Virginia travels in number 12, Tennessee. A big matchup on Fox at noon is Colorado, the premier debut of Dion Primetime Sanders. As they travel to TCU, TCU is a 20-point favorite, though. They think the Horn Frogs are going to have no problem with the Buffaloes as Colorado is trying to get their 
stuff figured out a lot of transfer portal issues and new players over in that program so primetime's going to probably have to have a year or two to get things straightened out i think number 25 iowa hosts utah state at 12 on fs1 the ohio state buckeyes will be on the road against the indiana hoosiers buckeyes favored by 30 points hoosiers usually give them a tough go we'll see what happens the buckeyes are number three Kyle McCord named the starter, but Coach Day said that Devin Brown will still play in that game. So I don't know what to expect, to be honest with you. If Ohio State can get the run game going early, I think the Buckeyes should be able to cruise. You have the best wide receiver in the country in Marvin Harrison, so that should take a lot of pressure off of McCord. And don't forget about Emeka Abuka. They, they, without a doubt, have the best wide receiving room in the country. Uh, and the second-ranked tight end local boy from Lexington Cade Stover is ranked number two in the country, according to um, ESPN, um, just behind Brock Bowers of Georgia. So he has plenty of weapons to throw the ball to. So I think Kyle McCord, he'll be fine this year. Just relax. 3.30 p.m. on uh, ABC. Oh, by the way, the Ohio State game is on CBS at 3.30. 3.30 on ABC. Boise State travels to a future Big Ten team, number 10, Washington. The Huskies join in the conference next year. Huskies favored by 14 in that one. As far as marquee matchups, there really aren't too many. Cincinnati will host Eastern Kentucky at 3.30 p.m. on the Big 12 Network. And that's also on ESPN+. Number one, Georgia has an easy walk-in walk win as they're in Athens and they host UT Martin. I think the Bulldogs will roll. They're favored by 41 points. That is a huge spread as well. And some other key matchups, USC, number six, USC will host Nevada at 6.30 p.m. on the Pac-12 Network. And we also have for you tomorrow, we'll just go ahead and move on. Oh, I'm sorry, how could I forget about Alabama hosting Middle Tennessee at SEC Network at 7.30 p.m. And then another big matchup tomorrow night. This is the primetime matchup. I'll be tuning in. West Virginia, the Mountaineers head to Happy Valley to take on James Franklin's Penn State Nittany Lions, who are ranked 7th. A lot of people have uh, Penn State as a sleeper team to upset Ohio State and Michigan in the East this year. We'll see. I've always been one of those skeptics about James Franklin. I like him as a coach, but he could never win the big game. Well, he got a big win against uh, Utah in the Rose Bowl in January. Can he do it again? Can he defeat Ohio State this year? He's going to have to do that if his team wants to play in Indy in December. We'll see. Uh, Penn State is a 20-point 20, 20 favorite in that contest. And then also at 7.30 p.m. on Big Ten Network, the Toledo Rockets will travel to Champaign to take on the Fighting Illini, the Fighting Brett Bielema's, as I call them, 10-point uh, favorite for Illinois in that game. And then on Sunday, some big matchups. Northwestern travels to Rutgers. Rutgers a 7-point favorite. That's at noon on CBS. And the big night game Sunday night will be at 7.30 p.m. on ABC. Number 5, LSU. Number 8, Florida State. The LSU Tigers are a two-point favorite, but don't sleep on the Seminoles. Mike Norvell has that team running pretty well, and Brian Kelly does as well on the other side. But last year, Florida State upset him in the Superdome. We'll see what happens. It's going to be a great matchup. Once again, that is at 7.30 p.m. on ABC. And then the Labor Day game for college football. This is the last weekend without the NFL before they launch next weekend. The Labor Day college game at 8 p.m. on ESPN. 
Number nine, Clemson travels to unranked Duke to take on the Blue Devils. That's all I have for you. So we're going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll have more of the halftime show brought to you by the Life Support Team. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Paul Brown Stadium. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. It's still halftime. And Maslin's band rocking on the field. We're rocking up here in the press box here. 35-10, to 10, Maslin leads Mansell Sr. Let's look at some scores courtesy of BP Electric and our scoreboard for more standings and scores throughout the evening. Check out vspnradio.com. We are your source for sports in North Central Ohio. And some action going around in the area. 28 to 10, Bellevue leads. A 28 to 20, Bellevue leads Shelby in the second quarter. Ontario 37, Madison zero in the third quarter. Highland 30 to six over Crestview. Colonel Crawford 35, and East Knox seven. Why are you laughing? You're throwing me off. Life is funny sometimes. That's all I could say. Do I need to turn your mic off? No, we're good. We're good. New Philadelphia 22, Worcester 13. That is in the third quarter. Newark 14, Marion Harding 12. As I mentioned before, it's 29 to 20. Bellevue over Shelby. That is in the third quarter. And 28 to 20, Western Reserve over Winford. Clear Fork and Lexington deadlocked at 21 in the third quarter. That game over on our... Uh, sister station, fearthevillage.com. Buckeye Valley leading Ashland 27-23 in the third quarter. So Scott Valentine and the Arrows looking to rally in the second half. Uh, other scores of interest, Mount Vernon trailing Delaware Hayes 28-0 at the break. And Hillsdale 14, Loudonville 3 for more scores. What, do you want to point something out? Yeah, there's that uh, Danville score. Apparently, I hear that's uh, very important locally. Why is that? I don't know. I just I just heard certain outlets really loved the Danville Bucyrus game last week, so I just thought you needed to point out that Danville score. Oh, yeah, score. we should tell John Davis. John, uh, Danville 41 and uh, Fairfield Christian 0 at the half. A lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of people giving Danville uh, a lot of media attention the last couple of weeks. So especially Bucyrus when they lose eighty to nothing every week. So, anyways, let's go ahead and take one more break. And when we come back, we'll have the start of the third quarter. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. 
For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Amon Thomas, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Paul Brown Stadium for the start of the third quarter. Hi, everyone. Nick Michaels along with Craig Jackson. And, Craig, as we start this second half, Mansell Sr. received to start the game, so that means it's going to be Maslin Ball. And then, once again, the exhausted Tiger defense is expected to trot back onto the field and make a stop. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the funny thing was, if you remember, at one point uh, about midway through the second quarter, I had made a comment about the uh, disparage or uh, the difference in yardage between Maslin and Mansfield Sr. Well, I just looked at the stats, and if you look at what happened that second half of that uh, second quarter, uh, Mansfield Sr. really outgained them, almost uh, throwing up almost 100 yards of offense basically in the second half of that second quarter wow. and kept uh, Maslin to uh, you know, about 50. I mean, that's not great, but it's better than what they were giving up. So, I mean, if that defense can uh, stiffen up some more and uh, who knows what could happen in the second half. I mean, you know, 35 to 10 is not the biggest deficit I've ever seen overcome. If and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas, right? Yeah, well. We'll see what happens, I mean, but that is good to point that let, out. Let's talk to Matt Ryan. <laughs> as we start this third quarter senior high kicks it off squib kick picked up by one of the Maslin Tigers tries to turn the corner does not on the return is number 21 for Maslin Jameer Gamble and Christian Javar on the stop for Mansfield senior so first and 10 for Maslin a little spot at the 21 yard line Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I liked how the uh, ch- uh, Coach Bradley was bringing a lot of pressure there in that second quarter. I'd really like to see that continue, make Maslin a little uncomfortable on offense. First and ten, Dewan Owens, the quarterback. One receiver spread out on the far side, trips on the near. Here's the snap, hands it off to the running back, runs up the middle, and again another run downhill is the offensive line doing a good job blocking, and Peyton Mitchell, another big run. 
He yeah. gets up to about the 30-yard line, nine-yard run. Yeah, right up the gut. I mean, we've been seeing this all year long going back to the St. Vincent-St. Mary game. Just power football right at, right at the defense. Second and one from the 30. Here's the snap, hands it off again to Mitchell, has room to run, turns the corner on the near side, has the first down and more up to about the 25. Now up to the 27 is where they're going to give him progress. First and 10, Maslin. <clears throat> and it looked like the uh, Tiger defense was a little uh, off kilter there. Somebody ran out uh, all the way across the field to get in position, which kind of opened things up for the running back. Juan Owens out of the pistol now, hands it off again to Mitchell up the middle, and this time Fat Man Thomas is there to greet him. And they're going to give him a gain of one, but what a play by Fat Man. Yeah, he went in there and uh, he completely stonewalled that run. There was no place for the running back to go. I'm actually surprised he even got one yard on that. That was uh, He closed in quick on that. 10-36 to play, third quarter. 35-10 is the Maslin score and lead. <clears throat> Second and nine. Here's the snap. DeWan Owens hands it off to Mitchell, runs the football across the 40 and tripped up around the 42-yard line. So a solid gain on second down sets up third and five. Looked like they pulled the guard from the left side. He came around and uh, made a – Sealed off the defender there and made a little bit of a crease. And at this point, if you're Maslin, you're watching the film from Akron, St. Vincent, St. Mary's. You try to wear the Tiger defense down like they did. Yes. Here they go. Third down and throws the ball at Scamble. Throws it on the far side. Turns the corner and has enough for a Maslin first down right at midfield. And I think that's what they're going to try to do, just wear this Tiger defense yeah. down and run some clock and get it out of here with the win. Yeah, and I don't think we're – I mean, I could be wrong, but I doubt we're going to see any more hurry up or anything like that. First and ten from midfield. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Mitchell. He runs out off the tackle towards the far side of the field for a short gain into Mansfield territory, and he's going to be brought down around the 46-yard line. Now you got the – Unfortunately, you got the first uh, possession of this second half starting off like the first possession of the first half where this uh, Maslin offensive line is kind of imposing their will on the Tiger defense. And uh, their running backs are pretty much being able to get anything they want. Pistol set, second and seven from the 47. Here's the snap, hands it off to the running back. And new running back is number 28, Mylon Lennox on the carry. Inside of the 45, down to about the 43-yard line. It'll set up a four-yard gain. will set up third and three. Big third down here. You know the run is coming, obviously. So see what Mansfield Senior's defense can do to try to stop him. Yeah, I'm actually surprised we haven't seen Owens take off with the ball uh, again. Mansfield running defenders on and off the field. Third and three. Here's the snap. Hands it off to 32 Mitchell. I'm sorry, number three, the running back. And Pringle. he has the first down. Pringle does inside of the 40-yard line to the 39. Four-yard run. First and 10, Maslin. Yeah, he was stopped short, but he just kept those legs pumping and got that last yard for that first down. <clears throat> Unfortunately for Mansfield Senior, they just couldn't stop, stop him there. That would have been huge. And it continues. the clock continues to run. 
Under eight minutes to play in this third quarter. 35-10 Maslin. Here's the snap. Quarterback keeper, DeWan Owens, oh. avoids the tackler. Room to oh. run it and hurdles a player. Jumps around the 30-yard line, pushed out of bounds. See where they spot this. Inside of the 25, what a play by DeWan Owens. Yeah, uh, he made a juke move there right at the line of scrimmage. That's He probably heard me go, oh, because it was a beauty. Then he goes out there and hurdles, and it looks like, is that Owens still down on the field on the far side? Looks is like that La La Owens? You have great eyesight if that's true. <laughs> it's hard to spot that. So, okay. So Nye Petty down for the Tigers. Looks like it's just a cramp, though. 7.39 to play, third quarter, 35-10, to 10, the Maslin lead as Nye Petty is being helped up. I mean, you look at how Owens runs. I mean, if they could refine his passing, this kid could be an absolute weapon here at Maslin. Well, originally... I think he's listed as a wide receiver. I think he was. Anyways, I agree with you. If you can develop his arm, but the problem is he's a senior. Yeah. So uh, Slaughter is the one, is the future. Slaughter is still only a junior, so yeah. you're going to have him for another year. And he has shown signs of, you know, greatness passing the ball and also signs of he's still not there yet. So. Yeah. And we talked off air that this team is going to win a state championship. They have to consistently throw the ball more. Oh, absolutely. So DeWan Owens looks back at the coaching staff. First and 10 from the Mansfield 23-yard line. Back on the right hip. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Lennox. Lennox has room to run. 15 to the 10. First and goal up coming inside of the 10-yard line around the 9-yard line. That's the second time this drive where a Mansfield senior defender went running to the opposite side of the field and where he vacated is where they ran the ball. I don't know what uh, the offense is doing to make them do that, but they're throwing them off uh, off balance. First and goal from the nine-yard line. Dewan Owens, the quarterback, the running back, is on the left hip of him. That is Peyton Mitchell. Here's the snap and hands it off. And Mitchell tries to run off the tackle to the right side. Not much there at all. I think it's no gain. You had Samir Phillips with some good penetration there, which uh, made the running back cut back into the pursuit, which is what you want when you're uh, on the defense. Hopefully uh, Mansfield can get a stop here and keep him to trying a field goal. Second and goal from the nine-yard line. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Mitchell. Runs right up, and up the middle, across the five. He's going to be stopped short of the goal line. Seven-yard run down to the two. Great blocking up front again there by Maslin. Yeah, like I said earlier, they're imposing their will. You had two TY defenders end up on their backside, two pancakes on that offensive line. And when you only got three defensive linemen in the game, that's not, that's not good. We have another t Tiger defender down. It seems to be a shootout up in Bellevue tonight, 29-27 over Shelby. With 10-16 left in the ball game. Five minutes, 43 seconds on the drive. Wow, 77 yards and how many plays? 13. 13. 
What drive was it that was in Akron? Was it a 17 play 17, drive? 17, yeah, yeah, up in that's, Akron. That's crazy. And by the way, this is uh, 12 of the 13 plays have been run. Wow. Or, I'm sorry, 11 of the 12 that have been run. Yeah, because they had the one dump off that they got but for this the first is, down. But this is, like you said, they're watch that uh, St. Vincent, St. Mary film, and in the second half they're doing the exact same thing. They're just running power football at the Tigers. They're chewing up the clock. 6-10 and counting, third quarter, 35-10 to 10 Maslin. They have a third and goal from the two-yard line. Dewan Owens is the quarterback. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Mitchell up the middle. Gets to the one. Did he get in? I think No he's call short. yet. Nope. Yeah, he was short. It's going to be fourth and goal from the one-yard line. He should have been shorter. He was met in the mm -hmm. backfield by two different uh, Tiger defenders, and he just kept going forward and, and got – and now here comes the goal line set. Fourth and goal from the one-yard line. Can the Tiger defense, T.Y. Tiger defense, make a goal line stop? Well, if uh, Wright doesn't get the ball here, I'm going to be completely stunned. Yeah, Wright is into the game, the bowling ball here. That's a and penalty. Here's the snap, and hands it off, and he runs into the end zone How do you for not a Maslin touchdown. How did they yep. not call that? That's, that's ridiculous. So what happened there, folks, was a lineman was running onto the field from the 20-yard line. The officials never said a word. Maslin runs in for a touchdown. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, 41 to 10, and now the running clock comes into play here at Paul Brown Stadium with 521 to play in the third. That I, think, was, I think the refs want to go home. What do you think? I, I think it was behind them. They never saw it. I'm not talking to you. That is probably the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> so, Keller for the PAT snapped. The whole kick is up, and it is good. 521 to play third quarter. Maslin 42. Mansfield 10. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lala Owens, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September the 8th, as the OCC opener at Ireland Field features the West Home Knights, the defending champions, against your TY Tigers. Coverage starts at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger Football, GoTigers.com. Back here at Paul Brown Stadium, off the one-yard touchdown run by Wright. And, Greg, you mentioned uh, before that play, <laughs> you would be surprised if Wright didn't get the football on fourth and goal, and he did, and he powered his way into the end zone. Well, you gotta give the you got to give the kid the ball. I mean, he's 200 and what, – what's this say? Two, 280? He's 5'10", 280. <laughs> Even though he's your defensive tackle and listed as a tight end, that's who you've been giving it to in short yardage. You just got to do it. You got to give it to him. Maslin to kick off here. 42 to 10. It's a high one. And Mansfield catches it at the 9. Giante O'Brien turns the corner on the far side. 30, 35. Push out of bounds around the 40 on the far sideline. And now the running clock comes into play. 
Well, shout out to Jacques Carter there for Maslin because he uh, booked uh, completely across the field and he caught up with uh, with the returner. Well, it wouldn't have mattered anyways, holding. <laughs> so, holding, <laughs> Craig is just absolutely dejected. Yeah, well. This point is completely thrown out yeah, the window. Yeah, I was, I was making an Einstein brilliant type point. <laughs> the ref decided to throw his yellow hanky on the field. And Speaking of Einstein, not to change the subject, but have you seen Oppenheimer yet? No, I have not. film. Oh, my goodness. Um, um, at this point, I'm just going to wait till I can get it at home. <laughs> Way to go. Try to save the cinema, Craig. So that moves the ball all the way back to the 10-yard line. Everybody's on strike. They don't care about saving the cinema. Why should I? <laughs> That's true. Good point. First and 10 for the Tiger offense. And movement up front here. And it might be encroachment on yeah. Maslin, and it is. The guy who just scored the touchdown just gave uh, the T.Y. Tigers five free yards. We'll take it. You know, it's funny. I was thinking in my head, they just went to a running clock. And I thought for a second, Giante was going to take that back for a touchdown. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought, too. And then, like I said, uh, Jacques Carter came flying across the field and made the tackle. But, like I said, it was a moot point the, because of the penalty. 4-10 and counting, running clock. First and five now from the Mansfield 15. Duke Reese out of the shotgun. Receiver in motion from right to left. Trips on the near now. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass, throws to Amar, has the catch, 18, stutter steps, tries to break free, can't. He's brought down around the 18-yard line. So now Amar, you just interrupted me, Ben. So now he has two more receptions to tie Angela Gross. That was a beautifully drawn-up play. At, uh, just a... Amar just couldn't couldn't shake and bake his way out of that one because once he made the catch, he started to turn up field. Too many uh, Tiger defenders there. Second and two from the 18-yard line. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the back. Runs up the middle and absolutely got decked. Jameer Petty on the carry. Loss of three. Yeah, Peyton Mitchell there. He just completely blew through the gap between the uh, guard and the center there and just completely ate him up. Duke Reese, third and two, off the no gain. Hard count, Maslin jumped. Should be a first down. Hey, we'll take a first down any way we can get it. At this point, I am rooting for Amar to break the record tonight. That way we have something to go home happy with. <coughs> Well, uh, this this clearly isn't. Well, that's the, true too. This clearly isn't the way that uh, any of us or Coach Bradley wanted this game to go. But as I've been saying all year long, iron sharpens iron. So we'll see how they uh, respond and uh, play out the rest of this game. So first and ten now off the penalty from the twenty-three yard line. Amar Davis in motion from left to right. Trips on the far side. Back on the left hip. Here's the snap. Duke's back to pass. Under pressure. Rolls towards the far side of the field. He's going to run with it. 20. Tries to turn the corner. Extends the ball before he runs out of bounds on the far sideline. They'll give him progression up to the... Where are they going to spot this? Looks like it's a 26-yard line. Three-yard run for Ducrease. Second and seven. Looked a lot bigger than that from up here, but. 
I thought so too. Jinx, you owe me a Coke, John. <laughs> Second and seven. Duke Grease out of the gun, back on his right hip. Two on each side. Maslin showing blitz. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Rolls to the far side. Throws it up into the air. Jump ball. Did he catch that? He caught it, Incomplete. but I don't know if he's in bounds. The referee said no. Who was that, though? Was that Amar? Uh, it was Jermaine Bradley. Yeah, he caught that, but, yeah, unfortunately it's out of bounds. But, man, that was a great catch. One minute to play in this third quarter with the running clock. Third and seven from the Mansfield 26-yard line. T.Y. has the football. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass under pressure. Throws middle of the field. It's caught. See who that was. Jameer Petty on the reception. It's going to get up to about the 30-yard line. Four-yard gain. It is fourth down. Fourth and four, so Mansfield will punt the football back, and that should be the final play of the third quarter. No reason to snap the ball here. With the score, Mansfield senior trailing Maslin 42-10, to 10, and I thought for a second Mansfield might snap this, but they won't. So at the end of three, Mansfield senior trailing Maslin 42-10. to 10. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lala Owens. You're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September the 8th, as the OCC opener at Arlen Field features the West Home Knights, the defending champions, against your TY Tigers. Coverage starts at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger Football, GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Paul Brown Stadium. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson. Fourth quarter action, start of the fourth. And Craig, at this point, Maslin just trying to uh, run some clock. Mansfield Sr. has the football. But what did John say? Two possessions in that third quarter. Well, that's the, that's the beauty slash curse of the running clock. Uh, Maslin And now that they have a plus 30 lead, but Mansfield's trying to stop the running clock. And get some more points here. But they have the ball. It's fourth down. They will punt it. Maybe high snap. Oh, my oh no. Sails all the way into the end zone. And the bolt will run yeah. through the back of the end zone for a safety. Very smart because otherwise you risk giving up a touchdown. So I tell you what, this DeBolt kid, uh, <laughs> the more I see of him, the more I like. He's a very smart player. Just a terrible snap over the head of the bolt. Yeah, yeah. Uh Speaking of DeBolt, Manute Bolt couldn't have caught that snap. That thing was so high. <laughs> My goodness. You can't, you, can't have your, you can't have your punter who's averaging uh, almost 38 yards a punt actually punt the ball when it's that high over his head. But very heads-up play by DeBolt by uh, just go ahead and taking a safety because you, you, you risk that uh, either getting uh, – 
taken down for a touchdown or, you know, kicking the ball and having it go like five yards or whatever, best play he could make in that situation because the Maslin uh, Tigers were bearing down on him hard. Two minutes to play in the ball game. Shelby and Bellevue in a shootout. Still, Bellevue leads 35-33. So a lot of good games in the area. Lexington uh, just took the lead while we were in commercial break not too long ago. That game over on our sister station, fearofthevillage.com. Check that out, 28-27 with, I think, three minutes to play in that game. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier have the call. Yeah, sounds like there are a couple exciting games going on. Unfortunately... But we had a great game last week. So, yes. you know, it just comes – that's the thing about covering a team for the whole season. You never know yeah. what you're going to get every Friday night. Yeah. There's – Well, especially, as I said at the beginning of the year, the schedule maker, Coach Bradley, was insane making this schedule. This was – I still say it's one of the hardest schedules, out-of-conference schedules in the entire state. But you know what? The bright spot is you're getting experience. You're playing the best – you're playing really good teams, and you're building your character. And after last week, playoff points, playoff points, playoff yeah. points. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is just going to help come conference time. I mean, it may and not look week, like. And we got the yeah. champs next week. Yeah. Here's the kickoff from DeBolt. Low liner, 30-yard line to the 35, 40. And it's Gamble mm. stiff arm, far side of the field, turns the corner, 45. Runs out of bounds, just crossed midfield. Into Tiger territory. Some great blocking there by Maslin on the return. 44-10 to 10 is the score here in Paul Brown Stadium. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson on the call. 11-13 to play in the ball game. Now the running clock starts. Yeah. Uh, speaking of West Holmes, uh, just because that's a conference game doesn't mean that that was, you know, any easier. I mean, that's part of the sh iron sharpens iron. They've won the last three OCC championships. Yeah. So that's going to be a phenomenal game in Ireland Field next week. I can't wait to be back home. Our yeah. next two games are at home. And then after that, New Philly. Yeah. So two good quality opponents the next two weeks. Here we go. First and 10 for the Maslin offense. Hands it off to Mitchell on another downhill run. 45, just shy of the 40 at the 41-yard line. Lalo Owens limping a little bit. Hopefully he's okay. And this is the time of your coach, Bradley. You take Amar out. You take Jonte out. You take Lala out. Get him ready for next yeah, week. Yeah, you had uh, – I don't know if it was the center or the guard, but he was seven yards downfield without anybody to block because everybody else was blocked. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Gamble, and he's going to run with it. And he's inside of the 40 down to the 35. First and 10, 10 minutes and counting here in the fourth quarter. Maslin has it at the Mansfield 35-yard line. 44-10 to 10 is the score. Maslin leads. He had Bradley get up, and he hobbled a little bit there. He's staying in the game, but like you said, I think maybe if your coach Bradley gets some of these people out of here. Here's the snap. Hands it off. Up the middle is Gamble again. Another solid run inside of the 30-yard line. About a 7-yard run down to the 28. Yeah, I agree, but... Yeah, and that's why he's down here and we're I don't, up here. And I don't know the situation on the sideline, who's dressed, who isn't, you know, who, how many backups we brought with us, so I don't know. So that could come into play too. So. Here's the snap. Wow. Second and three. Quarterback Slaughter goes deep. Downfield's tipped. Oh. And he caught it. Almost intercepted. Giante almost had his third. And Maslin catches it for a touchdown. 
And on the reception is number 82, Jaden Thigpen. Walk us through that play, Craig. Yeah, he rolled out and he threw the ball. He was throwing towards uh, Ricardo Wells, but the Mansfield Tiger defender tipped the ball and it went up over Wells' head and right into uh, uh, the receiver's hands for, for six. I'm really honestly surprised they decided to throw the ball there. I mean, it was only second down. Uh, you're up 44 to 10. Welcome to Maslin, my friend. The snap, the hold, kick is up and good. 8.34 to play in the ballgame, 51-10. Maslin over Mansfield Sr. We'll take a break. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers. Well, back here at Paul Brown Stadium, Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, 834 to play in the ball game. Off the Maslin, 28-yard touchdown pass from Jalen Slaughter to Thick Ben, making it 51-10. to And the Tigers will get the ball back off the kickoff. Yeah, at this point, I think it, I mean, you know, I, this is this is tough. I know you want to keep your guys in there and keep them fighting because you know you want to build character and all that. But we, you know, we saw Lala limping around a little bit. Um, we saw a couple other people limping around. Uh, you know, eight thirteen or one o'clock. I thought even is it supposed to keep running even off a of touchdown? Oh. Hey, I'm not complaining. <laughs> Here's the kickoff, and the Tigers let it bounce into the end zone for a touchback. And I, one of the things I noticed uh, after that last touchdown, Nick, was uh, down here, down front, uh, Aquaman hit uh, the Little Mermaid over the head with his trident. So, uh, I mean, that was kind of funny. I mean, hey, man, it's 51 to 10. We got to be entertained somehow. You are, yeah, easily entertained, that's for sure. Oh, no, that, that's absolutely sure. <laughs> There's no way that guy looks like Jason Momoa, though. Uh, no. No, he looks like the, <laughs> the Aquaman. The clock running down. The clock shouldn't run until the ready. It hasn't started the 25-second clock, so yeah. it tells you. You're interrupting our Aquaman oh, talk. Yeah. Aquaman. yeah, this is the Aquaman for the old uh, uh, Justice. Uh, Zack Just Snyder fans. No, the Justice League, uh, Justice whatever it was, the old cartoon back in the 80s. Oh. The orange, uh, orange suit with the yellow hair, Aquaman. First and ten, Mansfield from their own 20-yard line. Here's the snap. Duke Reese hands it off to Zion Brown up the middle for a short gain of about two up to the 22. Now, I'm a diehard Zack Snyder fan, so I'm still kind of bitter about what's going on in well, D.C. So. Hey, man, I actually finally saw a good chunk of the Snyder cut, and i got to be honest, I like the Whedon cut better. Nah. <laughs> well, I like all this stuff before that, though. Man of Steel, all that. Yeah. I, I, will, I will say I do like this uh, strategy here by Coach Bradley. If you're going to keep your starters in, then just go ahead and uh, run the clock. 
you know, go ahead and run your offense. But Duke, as you as you say that, Duke throws it incomplete intended for Amar Davis. I swear the universe is against me tonight. Every time I try and make a good point like I'm smart, something happens that derails. <laughs> well, it happens to me all the time. Uh, yeah, but you're used to we're it. Whenever we're leading in a football <laughs> game, I'm not allowed to talk about the game being over. Otherwise, John Davis is going to stab me with a knife. <laughs> and I get the evil look from Ben May, the silent assassin. 23-yard line makes it third and seven for the Tiger offense. Trips receivers on the near side. Here's the snap. Duke's back to pass. Now he's going to run up the middle. And he would have had the first down, but he decides to slide just short up to the 29-yard line. It's going to be fourth and one. I mean, you got to go for it at this point. I mean, you're throwing the ball, you know, uh, Yep, 51 to 10, 5.30 and counting here in the ballgame. Stay tuned for the postgame show. We'll wrap things up and get you ready for next week. Oh. We have movement up front. I think Maslin might have just gifted the Tigers with a they first They sure down. did. As the edge rusher coming off the edge there, and he was about 10 seconds too early. Yeah, Bre Brendan Carmen was basically back there to, to say hi to Duke Reese before the ball even got there. He was so far back in the backfield. So, we're approaching five minutes to play in the ball game. 51-10 Maslin over Mansfield Sr. Duke Reese out of the shotgun. Back on his left hip. First and 10 from the 34-yard line. Duke back to pass. Now he'll run up the middle. And I don't even think he got back. It is a sack of one came yard. Out. Ball came out. Tigers picked it up. I don't know if they're going to say he was down. He was though. down. Yeah, they're calling him down. So, loss of one on the Duke Reese carry. Back to the 33. For a split second there, it looked like he had some room, but then the two uh, defenders on the line came crashing down, and they really sandwiched him. Popped that ball out of there. 4.26 and counting. Fourth quarter, 51-10, the Maslin lead. Duke Reese out of the shotgun, second and 11 from the 33. Receiver in motion. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Amar. Amar tries to turn the corner and does short gain up to about the 35-yard line. So uh, should set up about a third and nine. So Amar Davis on the carry. Unfortunately, the Tigers again tonight struggling to run the ball. Rushing tonight for Mansell Senior, 10 carries, 24 yards. Yes. Okay. Uh, how many yards was that a loss? 20? Okay. Timeout, Maslin with 3.32 to play in the ballgame. Let's take one final break. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, president, at 419-631-0792. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. 3.30 to play in the ballgame. 51-10 Maslin leads over Mansfield Sr. 
Tigers have the football third and nine on their own 34-yard line. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson for the conclusion of tonight's game. Yeah, it's a little bit of an anticlimactic conclusion, but, you know, we kind of we kind of thought that maybe this would be how it goes, maybe not quite this bad. Well, um, you know, the, the positive, they scored tonight. They did not score last year, so that would be yeah. the positive tonight. Here's the snap. Dukes back to pass, throws middle of the field. It's caught and dropped. Amar almost had it. Couldn't quite yeah. secure the catch. Almost Great coverage by the defensive back. Yeah, and almost an amazing one-handed catch by, by uh, Davis there. But he just couldn't, couldn't hold on to it as he went to the ground. Well, I think uh, John Davis is going to get his wish, and I think Amar is going to break the record next week at home against West Holmes as he's two catches away from tying three from breaking for the reception. Yeah. Oh, wow. Way to go, Nick. You know. <laughs> fourth down, fourth and 11 from the 33-yard line. Offense stays on the field unless he pooch punts it here. And timeout with 2.30. You know, but going into the last break, uh, John told us that that Snap over the punter's head counted actually as rushing yards, so mm -hmm. it would be negative rushing yards. But even if you take that away, the T.Y. Tigers are still sitting at 53 yards, which is what they're averaging every game this year, and that's just not that's not enough. But I don't even know if that's fair because, again, you're, the competition of the talent you're going up against in the first three weeks, just wait till we start to play these OCC schools, and I think that's going to go up. So I'm not too pessimistic about that. Well, there are definitely some OCC schools I think that we're going to have much better rushing yards against, but next week is not going to be one of them, I don't think. Not not from what I've seen the first three weeks. I mean, we'll, we'll see. see. It's, it's hard to tell. West Holmes necessarily haven't been playing as well this season. Uh, they lost Sam Williams-Dixon, so we'll see what happens next week. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, Maltridge, their star wide receiver, is also injured. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass. Fourth and ten. Rolls to the left side. And chucks it downfield. It's caught first down at midfield into Maslin territory. Out of bounds. Amar Davis on the reception. So he now is one away from tying Angelo Gross. 21-yard catch for Amar Davis. First and ten. Mansell Sr. in Maslin territory at the 45. 51 to 10 is the Maslin score. Heads up by uh, Davis there. Uh, Duke flushed out of the pocket. Davis ran back to his quarterback, made himself open. Very heads up play there. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass. First and 10 under pressure. Throws, dumps it off. Is that Amar again? That's five. It's Zion Brown on the reception at the Maslin 40-yard line. Under 90 seconds to play in the ball game. Second and five upcoming. As we approach the one-minute mark. Second and five. Duke Reese out of the gun. Back on his left hip. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass. Throws middle of the field incomplete. Tried to launch it into Amar Davis in the middle of the field. Just overthrew him. Yeah. Not, not a very good pass, but... 
in Duke's defense, he hasn't had much time tonight, and I think that kind of affected him there because he really didn't need to be uh, moving around as much as he did. That was probably the cleanest pocket he's had all night, but I just think <clears throat> just all that pressure got to him and gave him the quick trigger finger. The Shelby Whippets with their first loss of the season. They lose 35-33 to Bellevue. Duke Reese on third down, runs with it, has the first down, turns the corner on the far side. Penalty marker is down, out of bounds inside of the 30. 23 seconds. Wow, that was that was late and way behind the, the play. And the clock keeps running. So it looks like we're going to get out of here. That should be it. So that will do it. Final score of tonight's game, Maslin defeats Mansfield Senior 51-10. We'll come back with post-game for you. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Amon Thomas, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Paul Brown Stadium. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, final score of tonight's game. Mansell Sr. loses a tough one at Maslin, 51-10. Here now for the final stats, uh, courtesy of Ben May and Mr. John Davis. Plays overall, 53-50. Mansell Sr. had the edge there. First downs, 20-10. Maslin doubles up Mansfield. Rushing the football tonight, the Tigers, 25 carries, 19 yards, but as Craig mentioned earlier, 29 uh, of those uh, due to that uh, safety that Quentin DeBolt ran through the back of the end zone. That counts as negative rushing yards, so about 50 and some change overall if you're technically counting. For Maslin, they had 37 rushes for 320 yards on the ground. Mansfield Sr. passed the ball tonight, 12 of 28 for 139 yards. Maslin passed at 8 of 13 for 123 yards, three touchdowns and three interceptions. 
Total yards tonight, 158 for Mansfield, 443 for Maslin. Turnovers, Maslin had three, Mansfield had one. Penalties, five penalties, 45 yards for T.Y., Seven penalties for 60 yards for Maslin. Time of possession. Guess what, Craig? Mansell Sr. with the edge, 27-20, to 20, courtesy of the big play scoring by Maslin. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unfortunate. I mean, the scoreboard and the stats tell a story, and there were times when that story wasn't what was true, what we were seeing on the field. There were times where, you know, the senior defense – was playing really good, and there were times where the offense looked like it could get some momentum going, and they just couldn't put anything together uh, for most of the night. Uh, Maslin is definitely the better team tonight, uh, but as I said earlier and been saying all year, iron sharpens iron, and uh, Coach Bradley's going to have a heck of a uh, job this week to get this team to refocus on West Holmes and uh, don't let them linger on this loss too long. Well, if anyone can do it, it's Coach Bradley, and, you know, it, it's the schedule. I'm telling yeah. you, you know, well, don't yeah. take this loss too hard. And I don't think the boys will. After last year, yeah. I really think that they'll be fine and they'll bounce back yeah, well. next week at Arlen Field. Uh, I want to take this quick m- uh, moment for those of you still listening. Uh, I want you to head on over to fearofthevillage.com, a great game over in Lexington, a shootout, 28-27. Lexington leads one minute to go. So check out that game, ladies and gentlemen, on our sister station, fearofthevillage.com. And before we go here, final thoughts by Mr. Craig Jackson. Not the outcome that we were wanting, uh, but it was also the outcome we kind of expected. So better luck next week. We'll we'll, we'll – We'll show up and we'll give them heck. Yeah, you know, I'm not worried at all. It's like John just said, preseason is over. Mm-hmm. I am not worried at all. And just like last year, you know, when we lost 33 to nothing to Maslin, a lot of people were hanging their heads. That team went on to went, go 8-2 and two on the year. So, I mean, <laughs> it's still poised. We're 1-2, and two, but I honestly could see this team with the potential to mm-hmm. win out. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We've seen flashes every game this year. Uh there's definitely talent, and there's definitely moments of brilliance. They just got to put it together, and, uh, you know, this is definitely a, a stepping stone. It's a building block. I would agree. I would like to thank everyone for uh, tuning in this evening. Thank you to John Davis and Ben May on Stats. Thank you to Mr. Craig Jackson, and thank you to everyone at Maslin for hosting us tonight. I'm Nick Michaels. Final score of tonight's game, Maslin 51. Mansfield Senior 10 will be on the air next Friday night, September the 8th. At 6.30 p.m. for Marlin Field as West Holmes invades Arlen Field. Coverage, 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football. Go Tigers.com. And once again, final score of tonight's game, Maslin 51, Mansfield Senior 10. Good night from Paul Brown Stadium.